On this episode of the Blue Falcon Initiative, we finally break down Leif's debut amateur MMA fight. Yep, it's another fascinating episode of the Blue Falcon Initiative, a show where proper hydration always matters, and six-pack abs abound. In fact, today in the studio, we have 18 of them, 18 total abs. Yeah, it's our local Brazilian jiu-jitsu bosses back again to talk about things. Your face is almost looking back to normal there, Leif. Yeah. Yeah, how you feel? You still got a little bit of an eye thing going. Yeah, I still got some blood in the eye. Kind of that red, <laughs> kind of that red eye thing. You should see, yeah. the, you should see the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> his face is perfect. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we had a really good time down in San Antonio because you went down obviously for your your first fight, and it was just a big deal. It was actually a huge production. I wasn't expecting it to be oh, such man. a big deal. I know. Yeah, we we watch uh, Street Beefs at work all the time. <laughs> I was picturing something along the lines of that, like a I, I, yeah, yeah. backyard. Yeah. <laughs> Fight, fighting for a thirty like, pack of Natty Light. <laughs> when I think of an amateur fight, I think of like a, a like a car dealership like promotion where they have the ring in the, it, like in the parking lot. But like, I didn't know people jump straight into this like super high production, you know, fight like that. It was yeah, crazy. I mean, it was it was televised, and there was yeah. there must have been. I mean, it must have been a you know sponsored half a million dollars. Yes, yeah. it was legitimately sponsored <laughs> yeah. by OnlyFans. That was the big joke. But. Yeah. So yeah, speaking of which, how much did you make off that fight? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me some girl could sit in front of the camera wiggling her toes for <laughs> for six grand, a, or I mean six figures a year, oh, totally. and and you make zero off yeah. of getting your face beaten. Uh, that seems a little. Uh, yeah. Seems a little un. Uh, yeah. Where's the equality in that? Yeah, where's, where's the equality in that? Uh, shoot. Well, we'll come back around to all the fighting stuff in a bit. Um, we got a couple of little things I want to go over yeah. uh, before we jump in. <clears throat> by the way, this is a cool day in history, by the way, because sometimes I check to see what happened. Abe Lincoln's birthday today. Oh, so wow. we're all going to have a coffee on uh, on Abe Lincoln in 1809. Best uh, vampire slayer ever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, I'm probably, That's what he was famous for, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he had any other life accomplishments other yeah. than that. Yeah. I think that was the only one. Uh, and I know no one else will care about this. I mean, that's, that's, that's a life you can hang your hat on right there. <laughs> What an absolute unit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, George Gershwin's uh, Rhapsody in Blue was played for the first time today in 1924. One of my favorite uh, compositions ever. Very cool. One of the most recognized. I can see the listener count just dropping. <laughs> uh, hey, remember last time we talked about uh, kind of the, the stats of the show? I don't know if we did. we do that on the show or did we do that? Yeah, like two, two episodes ago or something. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Go well, I've got, uh, I've got better stats this time. And uh, last time we, we were talking about uh, a major lack of women uh, listeners uh, because there were zero uh-huh. there had been zero women listening uh, but now it's um, we've got 88% of men who listen to the show Whoa. And, yeah and the other 12% I assume are James <laughs> uh, the metrics aren't aren't too powerful I can't, uh-huh. I can't t- tell where people are clicking in from uh, but yeah we've got some ladies now that's kind of nice go. that's awesome so I'm sure the now last episode that we had with BK is probably going to just help that uh uh, help that even more. That'll be there. Good. You go. Yeah. So if you're looking for an independent balding man and you want to go steady, uh, give us a message on Reddit. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Check this out too. Um, I saw a little bit of uh, firearm news. 
Uh, we were talking about the six eight, the new army round, the new six eight a few episodes yes. ago. Um, and uh, February first, they awarded that contract to Winchester to manufacture all of those six point eight by fifty one rounds. I didn't see that coming. Wow. I didn't either. Yeah. And I'm sure Sig is feeling a little slighted now, based yeah. on the fact that they had pretty much had their hand in that entire uh, uh, operation. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I know they got the at least they got the rifle contract. Uh, so that's something. So those, those, those will all be made moving forward in uh, in mm-hmm. Lake City, um, the Lake City, uh, City facility in Missouri. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm still curious to see where the polymer cartridge lands because I know that's going to be a thing moving forward. Mm-hmm. Probably not for another decade. That's my guess on that. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the Laugo Arms Alien Pistol? By the way. Yes. Are you talking about that low bore axis? Yes. Pistol? El yeah. Tigre was like show me a picture. Show all picture. about that. Um, it was completely ridiculous. Let me. Uh, let me let me pull it up here for you so we can have a little chat about it. Yes, yeah, it's a really unique pistol. Apparently, it's it's the flattest shooting pistol of all time um, because it doesn't really have it, the slide doesn't really move, um, and it's it's hard to describe the way it works. But it's a really funny looking thing. Yeah, you can see it right here, and all the reciprocating parts are very very small. And so it's really easy to change parts and move around. That thing is ugly as shit. It it, yeah. it does look. It looks yeah. like a canic that fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care how flat it shoots. I'm I, just aesthetically, it's not pleasing. Yeah, so. I, I don't think they have uh, have the quite enough zing to make it uh, mm-hmm. all come together yet. Um, and based on the fact that the base model is forty nine hundred dollars, yeah, I think that that's going to be kind of a hard pass for pretty much everybody. And I was looking around, I found a used version that was all kitted out, red dot, like everything you would want to do to the pistol, used sixty seven hundred dollars. Yeah. So I feel like that's not going to be a uh, uh, not going to be a viable option for a bunch of pistol. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if that uh, trend sticks, you know, in the market because I've seen a lot of guns. Trying new things uh, come and go throughout the years. So, yeah. and then another company will come along later and use you know the premise of something else to make yeah. something that's like the better version of that. Exactly. So that might be something that might be a turning point for the future. But right now, I think it's going to be on the outs. If I had to make a guess. So, uh, man. So we all went to San Antonio, and we all went to watch this fight, and it was such a big deal. So we're excited to have Leif here. And I would just want to know a little more about the process because you've been prepping for this forever. So just talk a little bit about what you had to do just just leading up to this fight. Yeah, so uh, it took a while. Um, well, first, the coach called me and was like, hey, I know you wanted to fight. Um, we have this fight. Do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And uh, he's like, only thing is it's at 2.05. And I was like, ooh, that's a... Uh, because at the time I was yeah you're like, you're you're a pretty thick boy yeah at the time <laughs> yeah. I was wearing like two twenty four yeah you ain't walking around at two o five and uh, I was like well I'm gonna have to cut and he's like well you got time and I was like sure no problem I was like let's do it and so just from there I think I like four months out I think is when I started okay that doesn't seem like a whole lot of time to me to get ready for something like that yeah it probably wasn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably should have like had a lot more time yeah maybe a year or so yeah <laughs> well because you were already working toward a different goal which was a bodybuilding competition yes so right in the middle of all that you just made a, yeah. a hook turn and were like hey I'm gonna go fight this dude yeah yeah, you know? yeah and that, that was one of the things like because I have a coach for my bodybuilding and you know i talked to her and she was like no nah, let's do it you know like it'd be it'd be cool to do like a little cut because i guess that's like a thing in the bodybuilding like halfway through or whatever mm-hmm. you do a little cut just to see where you're at and she's like well we can use that for we can use this cut for you to get down to weight for that and i was like yeah, okay cool so yeah. um it was a real easy cut um because i think i started so far out and i think 
I want I want my body wants to be like around like two ten, two eleven naturally. So as soon as I stopped stopped eating in a surplus, the weight just like came off like real quick. And yeah. once I got down to like that two eleven, like two ten, like I said, that's when it started getting a little bit harder, and I really had to like focus and like nail it down. But does it make it easy that you're married to like a true Southern belle? Who just cooks, you know, all sorts of meats and cheeses, you know? Oh, I know. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Doesn't she make cooks easy. all the time. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, it looks all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, were you tracking like a pound to a pound and a half a week? Yeah. 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 That's not too bad. So I'm curious. I'm curious how your workouts changed, you know, because obviously the caloric intake has to change a little bit. But I mean... I, I, we, we're not sure about all our listeners and where they land on fitness, but all of us are, are big on it. And we're doing the softly, which we're going to review eventually here. Yeah. What were the workouts themselves different, you know, going from, you know, just going for aesthetics into functional muscle over the course of four months? Yeah. So uh, it went, went from that like bodybuilding kind of like typical workouts to more like high intensity. Uh, obviously, my cardio went up a whole lot. And uh, I just used the. Uh, more of like the actual like training like whether it was jujitsu or striking i use that for like my cardio and stuff so i just try to like simulate what it was going to be like in the fight so like everything i did i try to do like three minutes or more just so that you know i would would be uh ready for the the rounds you know because there were three three minute rounds man fight cardio is insane you know because yeah. because you know i can go out and you know and run like 10 miles at an easy pace but it has absolutely no crossover to act to you know what fight cardio actually is. <laughs> I mean, can you can you talk like for those who have actually never been you know in in you know fighting or anything like that? Like, what is fight cardio and what does it feel like in comparison to just going out and running? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, just imagine like if you've never been in a fight, like whether it was in the street or in the cage, it's totally different from just running. Like you're giving it your all like it's not like oh i'm gonna take it easy for this lap or this mile i'm gonna like you know chill out at a nice easy pace and then i'm gonna pick it back up you don't you're just going and (laughs) hopefully you got enough in the gas tank so uh that was uh definitely an experience because i was like i've never been in that fight kind of situation before like i've done like jujitsu tournaments and stuff like that but that's like totally different because in jujitsu you can kind of like get to a position and you can like hold them there and you can like all right now i'm gonna recover get my breath back and then let's go again Mm -hmm. Uh, it wasn't like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i imagine it's a lot like the adrenaline and also like not being able to keep a certain rhythm in your breathing if you're running you know six miles you just get a nice rhythm that helps you just cruise you know in cruise control throughout the whole way but this one like you're you're ducking you're shooting in you're you're jabbing so like your your rhythm is all over the place which is just gonna you know i imagine it's gonna it's not gonna help your endurance that's a good point yeah Yeah. that's a good yeah and i think uh like if if you're a more experienced like fighter and stuff like uh whenever you you hear the guys when they throw the punches they like do that little breathing out there's like a little short quick breath i think that helps control your breath your breathing and I wasn't really like good at that, <laughs> so I was like holding my breath, throwing punches and stuff, yeah. and like just totally gassed out. But uh, yeah. it was oh man, it was such an experience. And yeah. like in the fight, you can you can hear the commentators talk about what kind of pace it went, went out at, you know. And they're like, "Well, that's a that's a fast pace for these big guys," you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I never, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, because you you guys are both oh, enormous. Yeah. Because yeah. those little tiny guys come out and they're just like little tornadoes all yeah. over the place. But I never thought about that because you guys. No. You guys are, I mean, you're both over 200 pounds easy. Mm-hmm. Huh, yeah. interesting, interesting. Yeah. 
No, that that's a that's a really it's probably one of the most eventful, you know, like heavyweight fights I've ever seen because you watch the women and you watch the featherweight guys fight and it's super super eventful, you know, cuz they can suck up multiple punches whereas the guys walking around at over 200 pounds, they do not want to get hit cuz that could be the end, you know, right there. So it's usually a lot slower fight. They're picking their shots, but you guys were just Right out the gate, it was just combat. It was insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It was, and it was particularly yeah. interesting to watch because this other guy that you fought was a Muay Thai guy, and you're a jujitsu guy. Yeah. And man, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just completely astounded by how many hits you took and, and stayed in the fight. <laughs> it was in your freaking brick wall, dude. Yeah, no, I wouldn't uh, advise anybody by like doing that kind of hey, strategy. My <laughs> boy's got a chin, all right. Yeah. Using your face to <laughs> yeah, block yeah, the punches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well let's let's wind it back to the very beginning for a second because you know we were all we all came down a couple of days later than you because you had to you know do the the weigh in and the mm-hmm. face off and all that other stuff. So I mean, and those are those seem like big moments as like especially like as an amateur fighter, like the oh, first yeah. time you get to go through because you're always watching that crap on TV and stuff. So well, what was that like? Uh, it was totally not what I expected because like you. We all saw the little poster that they posted of us, right? Like, oh yeah, the fight card. Yeah, it looked. Yeah. It was. So we talked about that a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, on the we, show. So we, we both sh- had to send in our picture, and they like you know edited and mashed it up, and it was like this little poster, and yeah. everybody was like, "Dude, this guy like he, <laughs> he, he didn't look. He didn't look impressive at, at all. He didn't like, look uh, anything. Well, it was just his head to his neck, you know. So it must have been a photo of him from like three years ago. Yeah, because it, it wasn't who showed up in the ring. Yeah, so that, that, <laughs> yeah. that's funny because we all had this idea what he looked like, and then I show up <laughs> for weigh-ins, and uh, my coach goes over because he knows everybody, and uh, he goes over, talks to like the promoter and stuff, and he comes back, and like there's like this huge guy over there, and he's like, "Hey, you see that guy?" I'm like, "Yeah, I, yeah, I see him. What about him?" He's like, "I think that's who you're fighting." <laughs> Yeah, and I was what? like, I was like, nah, that's not who I'm fighting. Like, yeah. we got this picture in our head of yeah. who, what he looked like, and that's not what we had pictures. So I was like, no, nah, that's not him. Well, yeah, it ended up being him, <laughs> the yeah. biggest guy in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, yeah. Leif is is a big dude. He's you know walking around in, in the two twenties. What six two? Six one. Yeah. Uh, but and then you know also you you carry around like a lot of mass too because you, you work out all the time. But I've never seen a guy that made you <laughs> you look small. <laughs> this guy was enormous. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, you know all all that confidence. You know I like it soon turned into nerves as soon as I saw that guy. Yeah, you, know, you sent me the video of you guys facing off. I'm like, oh, yeah. you you were nervous, huh? Yeah, I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so what was so what yeah. was the face off like? Because it, it from my from my perspective, because you sent us the video of the face off, and it kind of looked like you were you were like you were in the zone, and you were like there. But this guy was looked like a genuine psychopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was totally weird because. Um, so we had to, we showed up, we had to go see the doc. He did a little physical and then we went to the weigh-ins. That was like super like professional. I've never been to like a, like weigh-in like that. And then we did like the little media page and, um, they had like this little green screen that we did the little, uh, tell the tape kind of thing that you see before the fights Oh yeah. where they have like your height and weight and reach and all that stuff. Right. That was cool. And then at the very end they did the face off and they just lined us all up in order of the fights and so we were the seventh fight so we had six people in front of us so we had a little bit of time that we were just standing there in line 
Yeah. And this dude didn't say a single word. I was like, this is so weird. Like full Michael Phelps. <laughs> yeah, dude, just like <laughs> not a word. And I'm just looking at him. And he's just like straightforward, just like. I don't think he blinked ever, like, yeah. just, like, in the fight, you know? Dude, we're about to kill each other. Can't we, can't we hang out a little? <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> whatever. And so, yeah, we get up there, and it's our turn to do our little face-off thing. And I was just, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I couldn't be as serious as that guy because yeah. that's just not how I am. And he was just, like, wide-eyed, just no expression on his face. Just, and I was just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, he lo- it looked like he came right from the penitentiary. Yeah. Like, like yeah. right to the face-off. I mean, I know, like, with like career fighters a lot of times like that's where the fight is won you know is is you know in that moment if you've already won the fight because of the intimidation factor and and showing how ready you are but uh, it probably just went straight over your head being a new fighter yeah <laughs> it was just like it didn't, it didn't work on? yeah yeah well what's funny yeah. about that is that we all of course we all work the same job yeah. we all work together and you know dealing with confrontation in a reasonable way is a big part of our job so it would be totally unnatural for you to walk up to that guy and just start being a dick to him. Yeah. Because that's, yeah. that's not what you do in, yeah. in any other part of your life. Yeah. You know? So I thought that was kind of interesting as well. So 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 what was the most surprising thing moving forward? Like, So I guess I want to know, like, what happened between the weigh-in and when you walked out in the ring? Because, you know, we saw you a little bit, but we didn't really know what was going on. Like, what happens? Um. So, yeah, after the weigh-ins, you just try to eat as much as you can handle and just oh yeah how was that moment oh dude it was, I went bring to, us into it I went <laughs> paint to, us a picture <laughs> i went to olive garden and you know <laughs> like yeah most people would be yeah. like oh olive garden yeah whatever well you know where we're at there's nothing here so yeah that's true olive garden's like fine cuisine <laughs> <laughs> and i just ate as many of those breadsticks as i could oh, yes <laughs> yes and then just all the water and lemonade i could drink you know it's just because uh, that last like i just wanted to be safe um so that, that last day i kind of like withheld some of my water and stuff and um some of the food i withheld yeah too, you overshot so. it a bit right Two, 202 201 201 yeah i yeah. shot it overshot just a just a little yeah. bit but um and then after that yeah after that you just um well i don't know what experienced guys do or veteran guys do but i just tried to just do normal stuff i didn't try to like think about it too much even though that's all i could think about was the next day you know super nervous but try not to show it and just try to you know hang out with the family that came and the friends that came you know yeah you had a bunch of people to go with you man Dude, yeah. it was so awesome i was like thinking like a couple of guys were going to show up but there were so many more guys that yeah. showed up it was great yeah i'm still rocking my shirt yeah <laughs> I, th- I i i didn't know that that was like a normal thing because we went there and you saw each fighters yeah you know the each fighters group in the line and you know you'd see people with like these other shirts and another family with their shirts and our shirts are like the most obnoxious colored shirts out of all of them, so we really stood out. Yeah, you know? it, it was a, the shirts were a huge win. Yeah, that made that kind of brought everybody together. Right? Yeah, I was, was like, awesome. I don't know if I want the attention because, like, because <laughs> uh, later in the night there was fights all over the crowd. Oh, so yeah. like, I feel like we were just like a target with our our purple, bright purple <laughs> shirts. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, well, that's yeah. The, that's the thing. I didn't know it was a thing either. But one of the other fighters from our gym, she had like over like a hundred shirts that yeah. she she sold the, her shirts oh wow so yeah. she was using her shirts to like to profit off of 
And I was just like, well, I'm not going to do that because these guys yeah. are traveling five hours to come watch me yeah. and paying for a hotel. So I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get shirts made, but I'm not going to make people buy them, you know, especially. Yeah. Speaking of that, I've been trying to profit off this shirt and sell it on eBay, but for some reason, it's just, no one's been buying. I don't know why. Yeah, it doesn't have any blood on it. It should have got one that had the blood on it. Yeah. But uh, they, I chose the purple because I, I did want us to stand out, you know. I wanted, oh, yeah, we stood out. I wanted everybody to know, you know. I think they were a big yeah. one, man. I think they were yeah, a big it's, one. Yeah, it's a good thing you went early in the night because I didn't want to be sticking around there for later once the drinks started flowing because uh, we'll go into that because I, I had to go back later in the night and there was just a fight all over the entire venue. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you picked uh, – it's got your name on it and then it's got an Audad skull. You want to talk about the symbolism of that? Uh, I just picked the the skull because I wanted – I wanted a skull like something scary, yeah. you know, but I didn't want to do the the normal just like Punisher yeah. skull or anything. Oh yeah, and it, it's from uh, the guy who designed our our uh, coins at work. Yeah, so oh, the, cool. the, the the Audet has kind of been the symbol of our, you know, like of our our work environment just because it's. I feel like it's an animal that symbolizes this region really well. It's a super hardy animal that uh you know lives way up in the mountains we find the skulls all the time they're always like a like a treasure you know yeah yeah so i think i think it's really cool you pick the skull because i feel like it sums up uh who you are very well you know it's 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 a badass animal you yeah, know yeah it's a badass graphic too it's got yeah. the it's got the odd skull and the horns are wrapped in barbed wire and yeah it just looks super dope yeah man you sometimes you you get close like i've been within you know, probably 20 yards of them when they're trying to just like run up the hill away. They, mm-hmm. Dude, they had so much muscle. It's insane to watch them move. Yeah. They're a really cool animals. So kudos. Yeah. And they're, they're invasive here, but they just can't be killed. People try to kill them by the hundreds, you know, yeah. with the helicopters, snipe them, yeah. and they just keep populating. So yeah. they're really clever. It's a too. testament to how tough they are. Yeah. yeah Hard to sure. kill. Hard to kill. You certainly <laughs> were. <laughs> he tried. He tried yeah, his hardest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. so let's go back to the venue a little bit. Um, I was shocked by how many people were there. Like we were there early to get in, and there were like there must have been hundreds of people in line ahead of us. We had no idea it was going to be because it was at some dance hall. Yeah, we're like, all right, it's going to be like some yeah. you know dusty wood floor or something. So, but we got dude, it was like it was it was a huge event. It was like yeah. a club atmosphere. There's lights. It was dark. I mean, uh, the the lighting alone was amazing, but the production value was unbelievable. Yeah. So t- talk to us about what it was like to hear your name and your music and come down the stairs all right so well first of all i got there super early um and was just like getting warmed up and then because there was a fighter from my gym before us so we wanted to be there for her and uh, we were all the fighters were upstairs they had a little area upstairs for us and there was a couple of mats they had to they separated us from like the blue corner and the red corner so i guess they didn't want us fighting yeah. like a pre-fight upstairs yeah. <laughs> yeah so we were separated and you know you just do your thing on the map get warmed up do whatever you gotta do and then the first thing that i've never done before was get my hands taped oh yeah oh so. see i i've had that done and i that is so uncomfortable you know if you're if you're not like um callous to it like I, I'm sorry. I know you're gonna go into that, but that sucks. Yeah, and so like I've had my ankles taped before, and I know like if you don't like flex and have it a certain way, like whenever they tape it after they're done, it'll be too tight. Okay. So I'm sitting there, and he's like, "Spread your fingers." I'm like trying to spread them and like flex at the whole like the same time. My hands just getting so tired. Cause, <laughs> yeah. But I don't because he's like taping it tight, and I'm just like, "Oh man, that's like super tight." He's like, "Well, you want it tight." 
And I was like, well, that's really tight. But yeah. And so I did that so that whenever I re- uh, relaxed, that maybe it wouldn't be too tight and cut off my circulation, you know, because it, it's actually like a pretty long process. I thought it'd be like super quick. And yeah. now I'm sure he, I'm sure he is pretty uh, quick about it because he's done it so long. Somebody knew it probably would have taken a lot longer. But uh, yeah, and the way he taped it, he said uh, it wasn't like a normal tape because uh, our game plan was to take him down to the ground and grapple, you know. So yeah. usually they do like this little tape around the thumb to support it, but he left mine open so that I'd be able to like manipulate my oh, nice. okay. digits yeah. a little bit better. Um, so yeah, the, so that was weird. And I thought I bought like the bigger, I got the bigger gloves because they went when, when, uh, media on the media side of it. They were like, uh, what size gloves do you want? And stuff because they, they provided the gloves. And I was like, well, I was just going to get a large. And she was like, oh, if you do a large, usually you might want to go up a size. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And I asked my coach. He's like, yeah, go with extra large. So we got an extra large. And even I think the extra larges were too small. I think I should Whoa. have got like, oh, man. XXL, you know. Yeah. But it's it's a good time to figure that out, you know. Right? Yeah, right before the fight. <laughs> <laughs> and I was you, just like. You go one. up to the other fighter. Hey, do you have another pair of gloves I could borrow? <laughs> and it's my first time. Was one of the guys that was in my corner, he was like, help me put the gloves on. And dude, it was like struggling trying to put those gloves on. I was ah. like. I was like, are these too tight? I don't know. I was like, well, it's too late now to yeah. change, you know? So that was an experience. And so, but once I got the gloves on, it was like, just like every, every, every step meant like it was closer to getting time. So it was just like more of the nerves just oh, oh, building yeah, yeah. up, building up, building I, up. I hate being in a position and it, for the loadout for one of the running guns we just did. Something in my gear wasn't right and I had to like redo everything and it was within like yeah. half an hour and it still felt like way too stressful. So I can only yeah. imagine like you're going out there, you know, potentially get your ass beat down yeah. and stuff isn't ready yet. Yeah, I, I would have been like, hey guys, I, I, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's out of my control. Got the wrong size gloves. <laughs> the most, the mo- like, it was funny because obviously I had like six fights before me and I was just like praying like inside that every fight like went the full the full rounds you know oh like, yeah but uh, like a couple of them like lasted oh, like yeah. within a minute they were already yeah. done i was like oh no <laughs> it was just that much closer, yeah. were, you, closer. were you watching those at all um well from where i was at i couldn't really look down at the cage but the yeah. big screens they had up top behind them i could look over and watch every once mm-hmm. in a while so i wasn't watching them but yeah. like, well, did that I, make it harder or easier um i don't know yeah i try to put myself in your shoes and like and because i was thinking about you so much watching the fights i'd be like i i I was so nervous and and like i wasn't even fighting (laughs) me too yeah i was uncontrollably nervous and i felt like i was gonna puke and my leg was shaking i remember i was we hijacked someone's table yeah and but they were still sitting there and my leg was shaking the whole table i was like "I, i feel like they can like they could definitely feel this right now they're probably like what the hell's wrong with this guy because <laughs> i was so nervous like in in anticipation for your fight well it's funny because you had all, everyone you care about was there and your wife was there and we all know each other pretty well <laughs> and man i remember like it was earlier in the morning and she she walked like straight up to me from like 25 feet away and she never saw me i waved and talked to her like the whole time she walked by, she never saw me or even noticed how she was so, ner- I've never oh, yeah. seen her so nervous. Did you think of her at all during that thing, during that whole process or was it just no, trying to, <laughs> I didn't think about really, anybody, yeah, I didn't really think about anybody but myself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, I've never seen her like that. I mean, she's, she's such a easygoing woman. Yeah. She's really relaxed all the time. 
Uh, and like I said, I was freaking out, but you could tell. And but I look at her; she just had a poker face on. Like there's no emotion. Like even during the fight, like I looked over at her, and it's just nothing going on. And I just I I couldn't imagine what she was feeling. Yeah, nobody was home in there, yeah. dude. Yeah, I think she was. She she says she was just trying to like hold back tears the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and my wow. my brother in law, her brother was there, and he said that. Um, he would just like grab her, you know, just like grab her shoulder or her hands or whatever and just give her a squeeze. And she was just like death grip on his hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was in a dentist chair the whole, you yeah. know how like you're getting a cavity drilled and yeah. like your whole body is like tensed up Yeah, and like all the Novocaine yeah. runs out too fast. That's what I felt like the whole freaking day. Dude, uh, you know what? That's funny that you say that because this has happened to me since I've been doing like this jujitsu stuff and especially for this fight. Um, like leading up to a tournament or leading up to this fight, I would like imagine, like try to imagine what I'm going to do or what's going to happen, like scenarios and stuff like that. And it's usually when I'm in bed or driving and something and I'll be like thinking about this. And then like all of a sudden I'll like snap back to like reality and like, Oop, there goes gravity. Yeah. It just goes <laughs> gravity, you know? But, uh, like I notice like my heart beats like way up and like, oh, I have yeah. to like, my whole body's tense and yeah, i have to yeah. like yo dude like calm down like relax you know <laughs> yeah and i just, it's a crazy thing like i've never had that experience before because like i've played like sports like my whole life and i've never had that like reaction to anything like that before and it just like it's a crazy feeling yeah you know like you just like your whole your body is like your mind has like tricked your whole body to thinking like, Oh, you're, just, you're in a fight. Danger right mode. Now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, let's go. You know, yeah. the mind is a, is a weird thing, man. Like how it can simulate like these like traumatic situations that you've experienced or you think you're going to experience. And then you have to like snap yourself out of it. Like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's really hard to defeat that feeling of uh, of tensity as well because, you know, we've all been in situations where we're like all ramped up and be, and then and then you'll catch yourself being completely tensed up and you have to be like, okay, purposeful, relaxed. And then yeah. five seconds later, you catch yourself doing it again. Then you have yeah. to just go back through the process. Yeah, yeah. constant, constant. Yeah, and, and but back to like watching those fights before me, um, it didn't really make me nervous or anything. Like I just said, I was just like, oh man, like I wish they'd go all three rounds, you know. Just so they give me more time and then the fight right before me so whenever the fight so the fifth fight is going on they call me up to be like on deck like ready to go you know yeah. and then um so we're off to the side and the guy right before me he's a little bit closer to the stairs where they walk down and so that fifth fight's over so the sixth fight uh guy goes down and then i move to where he was at so i'm like right there backstage like watching the fight and I'm like, cool, I got, you know, three minutes, uh, three rounds. I got plenty of time to stand up here and just, like, get ready, you know. Dude, the guy gets knocked out, like, a minute. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. go time, you know. Yeah, yeah before and, we get to your fight, there's a fight, uh, like, two or three before you. The guy came out to Religious Man, the Nacho Libre song. That was the coolest. <laughs> that was the coolest walkout song ever. I was I was rooting for that guy. Yeah. There, was some, there were some bad ko's dude they were yeah. sick one guy yeah. got kicked right in the jaw and he was <laughs> out for like an hour yeah the, it, uh that's the thing i imagine with the amateur fights is like you don't know you can't really match the level of of uh performance too well because they don't have anything to measure it by yeah so you got really good fights but then you had ones that were completely you know 
unmatched and got KO'd right right out of the gate. So yeah, it was amazing, and it's not like watching it on TV because it just it, like every time someone gets punched in the face, like you feel like you got punched in the face because <laughs> you can just like it's, there's so much energy there, yeah, and you can just hear the freaking impacts like with your yeah. own ears. Like that was the big thing for me. Yeah, it doesn't sound like the movies at all. It does not yeah. sound like <laughs> the, the movies. Movie. Don't get that sound right. But, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, that, and that was like the thing too. Like watching it on TV, you don't hear that. You, like mm-hmm. you hear the comments like Joe Rogan like oh you hear that you hear that hit or you hear that kick and you're like no i didn't hear it it doesn't translate it sounds a lot more like a smack than like a like a pow you know in the in the in the movies yeah and then you're there like listening to it like in real life like in person and it just sounds like it's so so, much it's so sickening so much pain it's a lot like hearing a taser start firing off it's that same kind of like (laughs) it's that same kind of like it, it is like a crack sound you know yeah 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 but anyways yeah um we we get to you right about to walk out. What was that like? Um, yeah, the only thing I could think about was not falling down those stairs. Yeah, so, <laughs> so they had a, they had like the big pillars with the the screens. Yeah, and then they had to walk down like this extremely extremely steep, steep pair of stairs, like super dark. Yeah, you no, know, to get no, to the stage, no like handrails or anything. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's against you know. Uh, building code. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be. Man. It's gotta be. We should report them for that. You know, they should have something to hold on to on the way down. Maybe some some stair lights. You yeah. know, well, it looks steep from where we were yeah. sitting. Oh, I can only that's imagine. all I was thinking. I can't only imagine what it was like walking down it. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't have made it halfway down those stairs. I would have turned back around and started walking out of the venue. You know, well, usually like the coaches would walk down behind their fighters, right? Yeah. But the stairs were so steep. My coach was like dude i'm like three plus like 300 pounds plus he's like i'm not walking down those stairs he's like i'll meet you at the bottom (laughs) yeah i i feel like that that's got to be a similar feeling to like walk into the guillotine like yeah (laughs) that seems terrifying and especially and then you get down to the stage and then they have those those sparklers yeah it was a it was a cool moment like some you know basic fireworks and the music's going you didn't even like crack a pose or anything though yeah that was a good opportunity right there missed i didn't know what i was gonna do i wanted you to just do like a backflip down the last little section or something something cool like that yeah but uh super boring yeah Yeah. super boring not even worth not even worth the trip yeah (laughs) (laughs) well then you get down there and uh like the referee's there and uh he's like hey say your goodbyes (laughs) say your goodbyes yeah (laughs) and what he meant was like turn around and like tell your coach you know give the whole bro hug hold on hold on i gotta i got a bone to pick with you you went to el tigre for your walkout song which is the biggest mistake and and probably where like the whole thing start to go wrong <laughs> i don't know what in your head yeah. made you decide that he would have been the person to go yeah. to you got two people two yeah. prior musicians two, two media experts yeah i'm pretty sure i went to both of you guys and was like hey i need a I need no a you did not song. did he go to you i told him to use the super mario theme song but, <laughs> okay, but he well, wasn't okay, he should have went to me we had this whole conversation yeah, one we day we, that we, we talked yeah. about it for like an hour he picked <laughs> he picked like some dumb tiktok song uh, you know, <laughs> it was it was the Marilyn Manson "Sweet Dreams," but you didn't even use the Marilyn Manson version, which would have been cool. You used like the TikTok version, and that that's where you went wrong because your opponent came out, and that was the most bone chilling walkout song I've ever heard. It was like some <laughs> like electro Indian chant, like war chant, and it was like like as soon as that like you heard the war drums and shit. 
I was like, oh my gosh. And you saw his crazy eyes. <laughs> like that guy, that guy did the walkout right. That was insane. His music, I didn't even, I didn't even notice his walkout you didn't song notice until it? afterwards when people played it back to me. It so. was crazy. Like being the viewer and hearing that, I'm like, oh shoot, dude. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. A, uh, a classic armchair quarterback over here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's where you went. If I could point to anything where you went wrong, it was the walkout that song. Was it, right? I think yeah. you could track the whole thing back to, to El Tigre. Yeah. He ruined some sabotage. Oh, yeah. Consulting El Tigre. That was, yeah. that was what You shouldn't consult right. him for anything. <laughs> <laughs> you should know better by now. <laughs> so, yeah, you couldn't even hear it? No, I didn't yeah. even notice the song. In, yeah. Until I, I saw was. you warming up, fighting those invisible ninjas over there in your corner. Yeah, yeah. Back in that dark corner, <laughs> it's so dark up there. Yeah. And then when they put your so he he uh, your opponent gets in, he's still just in his his psychopath stare. Oh, oh like I've never and seen anyone so deranged. You, I can't tell if you were looking at him because I just see your face on the big screen and I see his. Were you looking at him? Yeah, I was looking. Yeah, at and him. you were just poker face, and him was just that psychopath stare. Yeah, you made it uncomfortable. Like. <laughs> Just I think that's like that might that. have been the idea. Yeah, yeah. And just not blinking at all. Just I like, wish man. I could hear what the voices in his head at the time. Like, I probably had many. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably multiple voices. Like, like I said, yeah. So, you know, he came out to that Native American chant. I think he was just pulling the power of all of his ancestors, the trees. The, I didn't. I didn't know if he was rivers. ready to fight me or make love to me. That's <laughs> how, how intense he was staring yeah. at me. Yeah, very very effective. I bet you wish he picked the other one. Now. Uh, I so wish he would have picked the. <laughs> oh, oh, shoot. Man. okay so you're in there you're in the cage you're under the lights the card gets walked around and then i mean did you even hear the bell uh yeah so the first thing that was just like totally just made it i mean obviously i knew it was real the whole time but as soon as that cage locked shut oh they because oh, yeah. they literally lock it yeah they literally yeah. lock it so it doesn't fly open dude i was yeah. just i would have climbed over the edge as soon as the bell rang i would have been yeah. like i would have been out that well, well, can you no keep it cracked for me <laughs> just, slightly just cracked just for in me. case yeah <laughs> so yeah so you guys know like at work i was always watching the videos and stuff and like they always give like a yeah. little nod before the fight i think well that's might have that's that could have been where you went wrong watching too much street beefs you, you, you should have <laughs> been watching some more professional <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. they always give the nod like hey we're gonna touch yeah. gloves you know so like that's all i was thinking about i was like yeah. i want to be like that cool guy i want to touch gloves you know and so like i'm like raising my hand and giving him a little nod and there's like nothing from that guy i'm like <laughs> All right, so are we touching yeah. gloves or we're not touching gloves? You know, the bell rings. I'm like, all right, well, he's either going to punch me or he's going to touch gloves <laughs> first, you know? So, yeah. good thing he touched gloves and then we just went at it, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I think he did pretty good in the first yeah. round, all things considered. I mean, it was a good bet because I, I know Muay Thai fighters are more like uh, honor based and respect based. So, I, I felt like he, it was a, good, a safe bet that he was going to honor that, which he did the first round. Not the we'll second go, round. Not the second round. <laughs> okay, we'll get into that. I, I just, I, ha, I have to get back to that once we get there. Yeah. Yeah, and so touch gloves, and then it was just, uh, you know, game on. It was game on. It yeah. was game on. <laughs> and yeah. um, so, like, the idea, like, the game plan going in was uh, I was going to, like, cut him off and then just, you know, throw some punches but get him to the cage on the side where my coach was so my corner mm -hmm. that was the plan and uh i mean i did it you know it worked pretty well but yeah. uh that first like punch he threw it was like boom it was like okay like so the, so those were some effective hits right off the bat um 
not, not they didn't hurt it was just was like like uh it, it, like hey right. dude like wake up man yeah. really. <laughs> it seemed like it was overwhelming because he was just raining yeah and then i saw you try to go for uh across right and did, did you land that one uh probably not <laughs> i don't think i land <laughs> then, very many yeah. strikes <laughs> so then i see you like charged him against the he went all the way across the whole uh ring to to the fence right there yeah right that was, and that was the thing. I was just going to get him up against the, the cage. Yeah. And then um, just try to get him take down, you know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that first uh, the first round, I mean, it, it went well. Like yeah, I you, got got a, him. you got a good takedown in the first round. I got yeah. him down. I got Well, I got him against the cage, and I got him down, you know. Um, but uh, he somehow reversed it or swept me, and then he got on top. Yeah, so you were, you were on top. And uh, that's why I was like, I was really rooting. Uh, it went how I, I was expecting because I know all I know is he's a Muay Thai fighter. You're, um, you know, mostly jujitsu. So, like, that's, that's going to be your game is trying to get him into a submission. And it was really apparent right off the bat that he was uncomfortable on the ground with you, didn't want to stay down there. And, like, right when you, you got on top and started going for the ground and pound. That's when he he uh, bucked you off, which I was like, oh man. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I it's uh, like from my you know uneducated perspective, I was like, I, I thought you were gonna go for a submission right there because I felt like that would have been that that could have sealed the deal right there. You know, if you stayed on the ground, how do do you think that's accurate? no? I uh, so I t- talking with my coach afterwards. Um, whenever I did get on, well, so I took him down, and then immediately I was in top. I was in mount, you know, yeah. on, and, uh, you know, just me, I guess being unexperienced or inexperienced, I just was like, I'm on top. This is what they do in the UFC. Just, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, just yeah. try to punch you. Yeah. I and, bet you were just going off of like the adrenaline right yeah. there. Like thinking you had it in the, <laughs> like if I was looking back at it and you know, I probably should have like, you always hear in jujitsu, you want position before submission, you know? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I should have got that position a little bit better. Just been there a little bit longer. Yeah to like you know i could have you know got my hooks in and just like flatten him out and just put all my yeah. weight on him and you know just let him l- waste some energy let him waste some energy yep. and then i should have went into yeah. probably a submission you know yeah but i just wanted to punch him because so yeah you you, <laughs> you you heightened your sense of your, or your center of gravity right there and that's where he was able to yeah he just yeah like you said bucked me off but then uh he had me down he was in my guard though so like i still wasn't in like too much danger yeah and but man he could throw some blows dude (laughs) like he hit so hard uh yeah he dropped some hammer fist on me right there and i was just like oh yeah i don't want to be here you know but (laughs) just like you see in the ufc all the time and i i never really knew how easy it was because like i'm not very good at uh throwing triangles from the bottom you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah man he started throwing those hammer fists and like whenever he just raised up one time it's like it's just like natural like the uh, legs went up and just boom he was in a triangle you know and i was just like oh my god i'm, I'm here you know <laughs> yeah and like you i you were so close and I, and I heard them uh commentating and telling you to shift your hips and uh yeah so what was going on there like, yeah it seemed so like you were I was, so close yeah i was just uh he's just such a big guy i like my yeah. i didn't get my legs locked up right away and so like i was trying to reach up but like 
is just a little bit tired and he's just so big like yeah and i was like reaching for my foot because i was like the closest thing that i could do yeah. but that's not what you want to do when you try and lock in a triangle and like you can hear the commentator say don't do it don't do it <laughs> you want to reach for your shin and pull your shin down you can hear him in the moment no 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 i couldn't oh, okay. hear the moment. Yeah. this is yeah. afterwards this is afterwards yeah yeah but in the moment it's like the only thing i could grab onto yeah. you know but just uh the i get i don't know the adrenaline or whatever were you, just, were you talking to yourself throughout the whole thing like could you think i i could tell there's there's a couple times where there was like lulls in the fight um whereas it was at like a standstill but i know you and i know that you were working to something which you didn't you did end up proving me right uh throughout it but like i could tell the commentators didn't know you and and didn't assume you were working towards something but you always surprised them multiple times throughout the fight yeah i was always trying to you know better my position you know yeah and i obviously i was like man i'm just tired of getting punched in yeah. the face so, like, <laughs> i need to do something you were still able to think throughout the oh yeah, yeah. whether That's it was awesome. like oh that really hurt or i yeah. need to do this <laughs> yeah so yeah um but yeah that was the first round um i thought the first round was pretty even yeah um yeah. I don't even think he really landed that many strikes in the first round. Scoring round, it had it, or scoring wise, it had to be because um, a lot, a lot of people that don't know the sport, you know, they just assume that like, you're going for blood, you're going for hits, and they don't really know what like what the better position looks like, the reality of it, you know. So, um, yeah, I I assumed that it was even, or I mean, at some points, I would have even given it to you. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it ended up being uh, they gave it to him in the yeah. end, but um, it was, it had to be close because mm -hmm. he didn't really land that many. He landed them, but I had the yeah. takedown. I had the mission, the submission attempts and stuff. I had the sweeps, you know, so. Yeah, um, and going into the second round, did you still think that you could possibly win this? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was, like, not so sure that I was going to be able to knock him out yeah. <laughs> just because, like, yeah. Um, yeah, like, I'm not a striker, you know, like, I barely practice striking, you know, and um, definitely if I could go back, I would have to work on my striking a lot. So I was just like, man, not I'm not going to stand up and try to yeah. strike with this guy. It's going to have to take yeah. him down. That's just that, that's the way I'm going to have to. Were the nerves still there or was it? were you in a different mindset at this time? <sighs> no, nerves were gone at that time. <laughs> they um, were knocked out of you? Yeah, they, <laughs> he knocked those out. <laughs> yeah. Um, it yeah. was mainly still the adrenaline and yeah. the, you know, just the yeah. exhaustion was kind of setting in too. Like, yeah, a little bit of brain hemorrhaging. Yeah, and it was, <laughs> it's funny because like they set you down in between rounds and like you my coach is like down on the ground floor you know yelling at me and then i got this guy who's like yeah trying to put water down my throat and i have this other like the cut man coming up and he's yeah. like smashing that like cold uh press i don't know it's yeah. like this metal thing that's like freezing cold yeah and one point lock was trying to tie you down you're like get away dude you're not supposed to be down here <laughs> what is this guy doing yeah <laughs> you sneak past the security and so it's just like all these things yeah. happening and then like you have a minute and you're just like the bell rings and you're like oh that's shit. a minute yeah it's a oh minute. it felt like way less yeah five seconds like, oh my gosh it was already yeah. time to go again yeah so yeah. the second round comes out same thing i was like all right we touched yeah. gloves the first round let's touch gloves again yeah. you know so i come out here to touch gloves and and then he, he just follows throws. through he follows through after the touch with uh, i don't even think the, he touched my glove dude he just went straight for the I, I think he did i watched it like three times he i think he touched and then followed through i'm like that's kind of dirty, man. I, I was like, I mean, you're not 
entitled to anything but like if you don't go even go through the motion of touching if you're gonna try to follow through and just get a dirty shot be be a sportsman yeah you know this is i mean this is his first amateur fight especially from and like i said a muay thai fighter where you watch it it's completely different than watching a ufc fight like there's way more like rich like ritual and and like respect and honor part of it so i, I was a little surprised to see that well there's no honor among psychopaths so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's the thing that he probably just had the dude. voices in his yeah. head telling him to do it you know that one little dude on his shoulder was yeah. like don't do it and the yeah. other one was like do it do, do it, it do. <laughs> i think he just had two of those on his he had shoulder. two don't do yeah. it <laughs> his ancestors yeah. yeah and so yeah so the second round um started off like that and I think the second round, I tried actually, like, you know, standing yeah. up a little bit. Like, it wasn't yeah. very long. Did, did he land those hits, that like, the ones that we're talking about right after? No, no, no. Those, yeah. didn't, those didn't land. The ones after where yeah. we kind of, like, traded spots. We did this, like, little circle around thing. Those landed. And uh, he did throw some kicks, and everybody kept asking me, like, how my ribs were. And I was like, oh, my ribs are fine. I guess it, yeah, looked, it, it looked worse than what it, it actually well, was. Well, it sounded like a train I mean, hitting yeah. a car. I mean, it was insane. But... The, there's so much body mass there that like if you don't hit the right place it's going to be ineffective and i could tell it wasn't because like you can instantly tell when they are because of how the person reacts where you, you know leif just didn't react at all so yeah. and i'm surprised the commentators were like not picking that up because you know they were like oh you know oh they did gotta- they mentioned that too whenever we were up on the cage and he was just like hammer fisting my ribs and well, stuff. Yeah. yeah they gotta add as much color as they can too yeah so. but like uh you know they're gonna they should be the first to point out if it, if they're just wasting energy or making ineffective hits because yeah. the guy was wasting so much energy trying to go for the um kidney shots but was completely hitting way too high to hit his kidneys yeah i think mainly what that is is just like trying to show the judges that you're active you know like, yeah like I'm not just yeah. I'm not just standing here with my back up against the cage. I'm like actually working, you know. Yeah. So uh-huh. those hits didn't even like hurt at all. Like I wish he would just hit me there the whole time instead of my face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If because I've seen you know, especially watching Mike Tyson where he does do a kidney shot and it's like a delayed reaction where he he gets the kidney shot and then a second later the guy just drops and the fight's over. So, like, it could be a very, very effective hit, but that was not the case in this fight. No, it was just from where he was at, he had no power with yeah. those punches, so they weren't phasing me at all. Yeah. Um, and I think in the second, the second round, too, uh, I was able – I threw, like, odd. I remember it, like, so, like, clear as day, you know. Like, we were there, and, like, I just hear my coach – knee and i was like yeah. knee okay and so i just like because yeah. you, you can't reinf- <laughs> he's the controller you can't reinforce because <laughs> yeah. the amateurs you can't reinforce a knee and so like you have to like uh let your hands go and then throw a knee and so i just remember doing that i remember just square i think like right in the sternum i remember that right yeah. above the diaphragm and dude he did not like that at yeah. all i just i i remember just feeling his body and seeing his body just go oh like that and i was like man i wish i could do more of these but yeah. i was like so tired that would have been yeah. great to follow up with the uppercut yeah or something. yeah my oh and that was a thing too like in that second round i just hear my coach like body shots because i had him pinned up against the cage and yeah i just i needed to throw more strikes and he's like yeah. body shots and i remember like my hand was like down i remember trying to pick it up and like hit him and i was just yeah. like oh it's like a cinder brick on my hand and i was uh. like I can't do it. So I just went back to the legs yeah. and did the takedown. So, uh, and this is one of the big lulls in the fight right here, right? Yeah. Is is where he, you had him uh, against the cage, and then he was raining down those shots. 
and this is where your I remember the blood really started pouring. Yeah, one of the, one yeah. of the shots he got me yeah. like it came th- it came through because like I was doing a pretty good job of using my shoulder yeah. and his body to like kind of cover my face. Yeah. But I mean, he's just looking down, just picking his shot. Yeah. So he just saw an opening and took it. And I just remember, boom! It hit me around right the nose. Yeah. I was like, oh, damn, that hurt. You gave people their money's worth that night. I and mean, then I looked down. I looked down, and that's when the blood just goes. Yeah, just starts pouring. <laughs> but I remember in my head, I'm like yeah you know because i told my <laughs> wife i was like oh I, well i told my wife many things i was like i don't want to get knocked down in five seconds i don't want to get submitted but i was like i kind of want it to be like a bloody war yeah and she's I'm like sure she was, she was like that. she was like why and i was like <laughs> i was like you wouldn't understand you know yeah. like she, she just doesn't understand yeah. you know and i just remember seeing that blood and i was like yeah you yeah know? <laughs> yeah I, I don't think women would ever understand that but yeah it's and i think uh this is kind of why we wanted to cover this like you know we're a self-defense uh podcast we're in the shooting and and real world situations and i think like one of the biggest things is mindset and which which is why you're a great guest for this because like every man like wants to test themselves at some point in their life or or and they're miserable when they don't you know like whether it's doing a selection process or buds rangers joining the military going to war and for you this this is the same thing as you know this is essentially going to war you know and and it's like one of the most um what's it, like primal things you could do today and to really test yourself and it's a beautiful thing to see that you're like you're getting your face smashed in but you're still thinking which is n- n- like that's something you can't prepare. Yeah. Like you yeah. can, you can, or you can't do it. You it's have to, something you, you have to know. go through the test. You have to go right. through the ringer at some point in your life to see if you're able to, to keep your, your, um, your wits about you. Exactly. Yeah. So, and it's, it was like totally cause like, you know, you spar in training, you know, in your fight camp leading up to the fight, you spar, but like your training partner, if, if they're a good training partner, they're not trying to kill you. Yeah. Like they're, they're going hard, but they're not going hard enough to where they're they're gonna like hurt you, you know. Um, but like that guy, he was trying to yeah. hurt me. <laughs> yeah. He was trying to. That's kill the idea, me, right? Know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not no nothing yeah. against him, you know. That's what we we're yeah. there for, you know. And, and so. then so um, during this lull, uh, I I trusted that you were. This is one of the times where I trusted you were working towards something, and um, I know the commentators were trying to figure out what what exactly it was or if you were even thinking. And then, sure enough, you went like well, you sweep the, his leg or something. Yeah, right? I got a single leg. Single leg, just yeah. Jerked yeah. it out from underneath. Yeah, him. and then this was another time you were on top. I'm like, oh, he can end it right and I here. I think I think the blood helped me too because it helped slip his yeah. foot out from but underneath. But then it him. also, I could tell you were you were slipping on your own blood. Yeah, and you couldn't make the submission because of that. Huh? Yeah, there was, was an unbelievable amount of blood. Like all of a sudden, <laughs> it was just just a pool of yeah. it everywhere. Like his his white trunks were pink afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I didn't know this at the time, obviously, but when I I watched it back where the judges were and the the promoter they were all sitting there ringside and all they were just all gone yeah because yeah, the they're blood, standing they up, were yeah. like they didn't the blood i guess was just they were in the splash everywhere. zone you know <laughs> yeah and like even the promoter he had like this nice like i guess like gold golden jacket suit, yeah. on and he was just like <laughs> looking at it to make sure he didn't have any blood on <laughs> yeah. <and> stuff. <laughs> rookie mistake oh uh, but yeah that was another time i i uh i I got on top and uh, I even like took his back for a second. Uh, I thought yeah. I thought it was going to be over. I was going crazy. Yeah, like I was about to puke because I was like, "This!" It was such a good fight. It was such a crazy, like 
it's it's hard to say even, but it it was as far as like who was getting um, the better of the other, uh, you know, of their opponent. And this was one of the times where like he could end it right here. Yeah, and obviously, yeah, I thought I had him too, man. I it was I thought it was sunk in as good as it was gonna get, but I think uh, what happened was um, my back was to the cage, yeah. So I wasn't I had one hook in and I wasn't able to get my other hook in, yeah, uh, my other leg. Um, so I wasn't really able to get that because it was against the cage yeah yeah yeah, it was against the cage and i couldn't get all the way around so yeah but uh yeah that's i think that's when the second round ended was after that yeah so but uh yeah and then in between the second round and the third round i was done i was so i was i was starting to get a little was he sitting uh, in in the sick i remember one one of the frames i think it was after the the first round he looked like he was starting to get gas but yeah. I could you, tell the second round he was getting gassed. Yeah, he his, looked he looked a little flustered. Yeah. His uh, I think he was just uh, and like you hear the commentators, I think say something too. It was just like, um, because he was throwing everything he had at me, and uh, I think he was expecting that I was just gonna he was gonna knock me out or he was gonna be able to f- finish the fight with like a flurry of punches, yeah. but uh, he just couldn't because like. I was real careful because um, in those amateur fights, if you're just sitting there and they're just like flurry of punches, like the, the ref will step in and call it because it's an amateur fight. Yeah. They don't want the guys to get hurt, you know? And so like when I was on bottom a couple of times and he was doing those flurries, like I really had to make sure that I was able to protect myself yeah. and I was still working to do something. So like that's why I just kept pushing away with my legs, if you saw that. Yeah. yeah. I was just like wanted to show that I was like, hey, I'm good. Don't, you know, I'm not in a in um danger or whatever yeah. you know so but uh, after that second round i think we were both just gassed you know me from blocking all of his punches with my face and him <laughs> and him just throwing a yeah. million a million strikes you know so that second round in the second round too that's where like the blood was you know so that yeah. cut man was in there and he was just like trying to like do everything sticking like q-tips up my nose and yeah. stuff and like the poor guy that was trying to give me water was like pouring like <laughs> he was like trying to pour the water in my mouth but i wouldn't like look up enough for him to get it into my mouth yeah. i was just like like this and he was like dude it's i'm like i don't know what to tell you man. Yeah. <laughs> i can't i can't lift my head up you know yeah. and i i don't even know what my coach was saying at that point because i was just so ah, dude, yeah. I, I was getting a little worried then i've never seen you look so tired the other guy looked completely disheveled like he was almost surprised that they were still fighting yeah and you would just look like you were starting to labor yeah, yeah. it was almost that rocky moment you yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> uh, which came in the it almost came in the third round yeah oh yeah dude the third round so the third round comes out and I was like, I'm not touching gloves this time. I'm gonna shoot just straight. <laughs> yeah, in. and I shot. Awesome. I just shot straight in, but it was such a shitty like try to like take down attempt, and the guy just sprawled back. But I did catch his ankle, and we stayed there for a little bit too. Like you could, he was just like picking his shots, trying to trying to you know get through. But and I think that's when I noticed that he was tired because the shots weren't coming as fast as they were yeah. in the first and second round, and. um uh, I think I, I was able to finally, we were kind of in like a little scramble um, there. And uh, I think he got on top of me first and started a flurry of punches come. But then I, I, I swept him. And I think I swept him with like a Kimura sweep. Yeah. Because um, uh, I, I had the Kimura attempt on him. And that's when other guys too were like, dude, I thought you had him there. And I yeah. Like, so what went wrong? I remember that. What went wrong with that one? Um, I just was tired. It was like every single round. It was so close to yeah. like a submission, and it just 
it just didn't that last ten percent. You know? And and I had no idea, but with the gloves on, your like submissions, like your grips and stuff, they're just so it's so different yeah. from you know jujitsu because you have full dexterity of your yeah. fingers and stuff. You know? I never even thought of that. And yeah. those gloves are so big, you know. So like when I could usually like you know work my hand through normally, like with the gloves on, it's just like not possible, you know. So like. Hmm. That was uh that was a big wake up. I never realized that that was going to be a thing, yeah. but it was. But so I didn't get the the submission there, but I did get the sweep back on top. And I think from there that was to a, at a point where he was I was just bleeding all over him. He was so slippery. I just <laughs> yeah. slipped right off of him, you yeah. know. And so like we yeah. went, I think we went a couple of times like that in in that round where we were just kind of like going back and forth like that. Yeah, you got it was just like too Okay, like completely fatigued giants like it was i could tell like it was just he was trying to throw everything but it was coming very slow and yeah. then you were trying to make a submission but you're just getting gassed and letting go it yeah was, and i finished i, I yeah. finished the third round on top um i think if i had a little bit longer i think i could have i could have got a submission out because like at that point yeah. his punches definitely weren't coming as often and they weren't yeah there was no power behind him anymore at that yeah. point so yeah, and I, then, try, I tried to rocky him, but unfortunately, there's only three rounds. So, what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what were you thinking after that third round ended? Oh, thank God it's over. Yeah, did you, did you have any um, assumptions about? Uh no, I, I knew I didn't win, and I don't know if that's yeah, like so bad I, thinking on my part. Yeah. Like I should have like believed in myself, but like I, I think I was honest. You know, like I knew. Yeah, I knew uh, that obviously he caused more damage and he threw more strikes you know but i don't know yeah see i was i was still had a lot of hope because it, it it really wasn't that black and white um and like this was right after that o'malley fight happened where like uh i forgot who his opponent was but oh, yeah. but they uh, most people assumed his opponent won and went to decision and o'malley ended up winning and so i was like he he, he could still win like i i i was I think I was assuming the other guy was probably going to win, but I, I still had, like, quite a bit of hope. So yeah. I, I was, like, my nerves were going crazy. Yeah. And my, my coach, he said that he talked with other coaches, like, after the fight and stuff, and they all said that if I could have thrown just, like, some more strikes throughout the yeah. match or throughout the fight, that, you know, it would have been a lot harder. It was still close. The yeah. the judges still judged it really close, you know. But in the end, they all they all agreed he, he won unanimously. But uh, thirty to twenty seven, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So th that was just. Um, what, I mean, like, and I was like, when I heard that, I was like thirty to twenty seven. That's like not not that close, you know. But like that means every round was ten nine, ten nine, ten nine. You know, so oh, like, yeah, that's pretty yeah. fucking close. Yeah. You know? Um and, um how were you feeling when they they had you guys standing together i was like what's taking so long to raise <laughs> yeah. this dude's hand did you, yeah. <laughs> did you, when did the the nausea start to come oh uh, immediately immediately yeah, right then like i was like bent over and i was like man pick yourself up pussy you know like yeah. don't bend over you know so I, yeah like, i like leaned up and i was like just stay here you know and i was like what's taking so long to raise this dude's hand you know so yeah. it did take a while yeah. so as soon yeah. as well i guess because the judges had to go to the scorecards you know so it took a little bit longer and so yeah. like as soon as they raised his hand i was like freaking shake hands get let's get out of here throw you know? up on him yeah no. <laughs> and so like i walked down the stairs get out of the cage and the doctor's there to like check me up obviously because i I'm bleeding everywhere. Yeah. My eyes all swollen, and he's checking me out, and I'm like, 
I was like, dude, can I like sit down? He's like, oh yeah, 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 that's, <laughs> yeah, sit down. I was like, thank God, you know, because yeah, I was just like, yeah. that's I was feeling like crap then, and so he like checked me out. He was like, yeah, drink a lot of water. <laughs> yeah, oh, thanks. I was like, oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I was just sitting there and I was like looking at the other guy in my corner, and I was like, hey, dude, I need to go lay down. He's like, all right, well, let's go. Well, I had to walk through all the crowd and like up the stairs to yeah. where the mats were. And I just remember, like, just, I was just, like, so focused that I don't, people were, like, I, he was, my guy that was behind me was, like, hey, man, like, all those guys were trying to tell you good job, you know, and you just kind of ignored all of them. And I was, like, I was just trying, I was, like, giving yeah. it everything I could. TBI to, is setting in. To, yeah. like, stay up straight, you yeah. know, like, I was, like, going to fall down. I was, like, giving it my all just yeah. to stay up straight. And then yeah. I just got to the mat and just fell down. And I was just, like, this sucks <laughs> and that's yeah. when i was like laying there and i was like hey i think i gotta throw up and like somebody helped me to the bathroom and i was in there just dry heaving i was like Dude, yeah you know, i knew it was bad because i walked in there and like it's a dirty ass like i mean public bathroom and he's just <laughs> hugging the toilet <laughs> you know like it's just, it's just same, yeah praying to the porcelain yeah, gods. yeah. <laughs> yeah i was like you know it's bad like because he i mean he's way past that time in his life where that's acceptable <laughs> <laughs> you know he's mid-30s doing this so. just a respect for yourself yeah. <laughs> have some dignity <laughs> and like it just i wasn't throwing up anything yeah. i was like well take me back outside lay back down so i did and that's when i think somebody was like hey maybe we should get the doctor back over here and yeah yeah well, after that it was kind of like i knew the doctor was there and i knew like this emt guy was there but everything was just kind of like a blur I yeah it was, a, it was some experienced fighter i mean you could tell by he had like the ears and all that he was like hey i'm i'm experienced this like i'm telling you this guy needs a, a emt here so yeah yeah but I just, that was the worst emt i've <laughs> yeah. ever seen in my whole life yeah, yeah i remember it taking a really long time that was embarrassing yeah, yeah. you want to go through that yeah i mean you probably I have a little bit clearer vision of what happened at that point yeah <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were i mean you had all these people just kind of standing around kind of just you know looking on being like oh man i hope he's okay because it looked kind of bad yeah. like you kind of looked like you were just i mean completely out of it so the emt came around and um you know i took emt basic a long time ago and uh this guy you know wanted to put an iv in yeah but he had like 10 minutes in it and i don't think he ever got it in he didn't check his gear Apparently, you know, if, he did, if you yeah, listen yeah. to this podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was the big thing is that he had this he had this like really pro looking you know medical bag yeah. with like all the stuff he had no idea where anything was in it yeah and so you know bk is a a, a pretty good you know provider in in her job and so she's like trying to coach this guy along yeah. like what to do and like wh- like how to get his stuff set up and um he, he clearly was you know needed some more training or update training mm-hmm. but um kind of took a little bit of the, just familiarity with his gear yeah you know? exactly yeah. yeah so we're we're kind of like you know yeah. our our boys on a, on the, on the mat like, <laughs> yeah. literally dying about the flat line and the <laughs> guy, guys like mm. and the guys like got his face buried in his kit and he's got like the got like the furrowed eyebrows yeah. and he's he's like can we turn the lights on yeah, in here yeah. <laughs> like, oh what's this thing i don't know what this and thing then is. you got people sparring like two feet away from you I'm oh like, yeah yeah like about yeah. to step on you any second dude yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there, there's people sparring like uh i think warming up for their fight like literally a foot away from you yeah, yeah, while you're on the ground. Yeah. They don't care. <laughs> no, they don't care. No, yeah. and then and then they brought another guy up who had won his fight but was so gassed 
he just passed right out. Like his coach had to go up. Oh, and that guy won the decision. Yeah, I thought it was the guy that got kicked in the face. No, that was no. a different guy. No, no yeah. yeah, I watched that. Uh, I watched it when I re, uh, replayed it on YouTube. Whatever, I saw that guy. Yeah, and yeah. He, I'd never seen that before. Like. He was so out of it that his coach literally stand there and got his hand raised wow. for him. Yeah, and they they brought this guy up and he made you look like you were just taking a nap. Like <laughs> yeah. this guy was in a bad way. Yeah, he you was know? suffering. And as soon as they put him on the in the on the mat, like all the medical professionals were yeah. like, were like, okay, we gotta go over to this guy now. Yeah, <laughs> and so they just kind of abandon you, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. One thing I've I've never gotten an IV like that before, but like literally, man, like after I got that IV, like it was like a hundred percent. Yeah, like, really. I was like, oh, I feel fine. Yeah, I've yeah. had a, I've had a couple of those, and man, like five ten minutes later, you feel like a brand new man. Saw you shivering too. Yeah, that, that was like, weird could, too. Could you feel it go? I got that IV yeah. and I was freezing. Yeah, I've I had that before. Freezing. No you could feel it. You could feel it going. The the coolness go through your 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 veins, and then it starts just lowering your internal t- temperature that's probably exactly what you needed because yeah. you had like a you ever seen a horse sweat i did yeah it, i did three days ago yeah <laughs> the first time. that's a whole nother yeah, podcast yeah. episode <laughs> that's another whole episode yeah. but you had like a perfect sheen of sweat everywhere like really thick everywhere like because because when you came up the stairs and walked by i was one of the people you ignored <laughs> and i kind of and i kind of just patted you on the back and i mean it was like I mean, just perfect. Of course, sheet of sweat that's the everywhere. details he remembers right there. Of course, yeah. I remember. I remember you You're just glistening, glistening, in the, yeah. my in, muscles yeah. bulging in the, in the dark, <laughs> glistening in the dark club yeah. club lighting as you walk by. <laughs> yeah, oh, shoot. yeah. Wow, that was an experience for everybody, yeah. man. Like. Uh, um, at so, one point, your opponent walked up. He uh, demeanor completely different. All uh, of a sudden, yeah. yeah. He, I don't think he said anything. I don't think he wanted to. Uh, I think he was trying to be respectful. You know, uh, he was a graceful winner. Uh, yeah, uh, not not round two, but not round two. Not yeah. round two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I, yeah, I think your your brother in law um, met him, and they said his he was completely respectful. Demeanor changed. Drugs must have wore off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the rabies just wore off. You know, yeah. The meth was done. Yeah. He was off his high. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, even though you lost, like uh, that was the probably the the craziest battle out of all the fights I saw that night up until that point and it was just even crazier that it was the guys you know at, at the 205 weight class because you don't see fights like that yeah uh and you probably won't pass amateurs you know you like you, you if you watch a pro fight you're never going to see them battle it out like that it's very uneventful until it is you know until there's all of a sudden a ko yeah, yeah, yeah. um they don't but, they, they normally yeah. you know take great care of their endurance yeah. Um, and you guys did not have yeah. that on your minds at all. <laughs> yeah, you, you gave people their their money's worth, and you got exactly what you asked for and more. I mean, because it was plenty of blood to oh, go yeah. around, and uh, it, and that again, that's why I wanted to have you on this podcast because uh, the and uh, you have to you have to cultivate that mindset by doing hard things. You know. Yeah. Um, there's no other way to see how you're going going to react in a stre- stressful situation unless you you um you put yourself in those simulated you know yeah. situations and, and give yourself no other option than to perform. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's I mean it's literally do or die. Yeah, you were locked in there. You had to. <laughs> yeah, you were literally locked in. Yeah. Either, either I fought or I looked like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've done rescue swimmer school. You've done SEER school in the military. 
Um, and then you, in, in this job, in this environment, you've also done some very, very stressful tests. And then now, now this one, like as far as like the hardest things you've done, how, where does this rank? Uh, top. Top. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely the top. Um, and I, I think it's just, be, man, you know, whenever we had that, uh, selection that we tried for, I, I obviously we, we didn't make it, you know? And I got out of that, and it was like the first thing that I've ever failed in my life before, you know, because like everything I've done, like whether it was soccer, um, rescue swimmer school, anything after that, I've always performed well, and sometimes exceptionally well, you know. So, not not making that and like going out the way that I did, I was just like, what? I, it was a weird feeling. I've never had that mm-hmm. feeling before, and it just kind of that's what kind of like prompted all this stuff like i was like i'm, I'm just gonna try these new things i'm just gonna put myself out there mm-hmm. and i just wanted to prove to myself that i wasn't a failure you know yeah yeah and so like that kind of all led up to me doing this fight and you know like even though like, people ask me like so how how did you feel about the fight you know and i was like well obviously like i lost you know that's not the you know not what i wanted like i wanted to win you know but and i think this is like me like maturing a little bit because like any other time in the past like whether it was soccer um if i like lost i was like super bummed about it you know like just like oh it was all my fault you know and this time i was like you know what like i lost yeah it sucked but like what an experience it was yeah you know and uh it's it's hard to like i mean it's really hard to like put into words like um how i felt you know like even though I lost, I felt like it was one of my greatest accomplishments that I've had, you know, and um, it was just like, I was just so happy that I got to share with everybody that came down, you know, it was like such a cool, like, yeah, I had so much support from everyone, you know, even though my wife, she didn't want me to fight, she was there <laughs> supporting me the whole time, you know. She said this is your one, one and only chance, right? Like, no exceptions. Yeah, so back to the very beginning whenever i brought up this that i wanted to fight she didn't want me to fight yeah and i was like well i want to fight she's like well i don't want you to fight and i was like so where are we at you know like we're probably should have listened to you halfway through the fight you're probably thinking i should listen oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) when i saw all the blood i was like dear i could have like like not done yeah maybe 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 there's some wisdom behind what you're saying so we came to a, a compromise you know like any good relationship has compromises yeah and she's like you can do this one fight but you don't ask me to do another fight and i was like all right take it (laughs) and so yeah yeah, fingers crossed behind your back (laughs) (laughs) yeah because then after that i kept telling her i was like well what if i'm really good you know like (laughs) i'm gonna want to fight more you know or i was like but i was also like what if i get knocked down in five seconds that's not really a fight i should be like do another one she's like well if you get knocked down in five seconds maybe that means you shouldn't fight Well, it's not like you got nothing to yeah. look forward to. You've done you've done a you know handful of you know uh, jujitsu tournaments, and I'm sure you'll be doing more of those. Yeah. So yeah. she said I can still do those. So what about street beefs? Does that count? <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know, man. That feels like a no a different. That's category. a scrap. That's like uh, <laughs> That's I'm just gonna go hang out with the boys and yeah. just happen to be uh, a cage there. I bet you, know? you could. I bet you could do well in the street beefs. Oh, probably. Arena. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just watch out for those needles on the ground. You know? <laughs> Don't roll on the needle. Like, broken gotta, bottle. Got to watch out for those chili ring uh, destroyers. <laughs> yeah, the booty hole elbows. <laughs> you never know what the crackheads are going to throw. That's the thing. Yeah. 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 I fought a crackhead, uh, crackhead before on one of my prior jobs. and got bit. So, oh, man. Yeah. You got you to gotta watch out. 
Yeah. Watch out for the biting. Well, it's tough, <laughs> tough to fight amateur because you have no yeah. idea what they're going to come up with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shoot, man. Any, uh, anything else you want to say about, uh, about the experience? Like, oh, I wanted to ask one more thing. So, you know, James asked, you know, uh, which, which, which of these things that you've, you've done over the course of years has been the hardest, but which one did you learn the most about yourself in? Oh, man. I mean, we're just talking about it and it's like the fresh is on my mind. But like, honestly, I think this fight um, is the what i've learned the most about myself because like everything else has been like this controlled environment even though it seemed like chaos at the time like you know that first breakout night yeah yeah um or even seer school yeah it's like highly regulated what did i get myself into you know but like there's like a plan and a reason behind everything you know we don't know it at the time but the instructors obviously know it you know so like those things i don't think i was ever like I don't think I ever thought I was like in real danger going through those things, but like this thing, you know, this fight is <laughs> like, man, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was, uh, yeah, uh, yeah they, they, they lock you in there and then, you know, it's, it's on you. And after that. you know, like I just was like, man, like I literally can say like, I gave it all, like I gave everything I had, you know, and you know, I don't regret anything. I don't, you know, yeah, I was, you know, looking back, I'm like, man, I wish I would have done that or wish I would have, you know, done this, you know, but, um, yeah, man, such a great experience yeah. and learned so much about myself and I, and I'm not afraid, you know, like I wasn't really afraid before of really anybody, especially anybody we encountered at work, but like now I'm just like, man, like, yeah, I'll take anybody <laughs> on. <laughs> well, everybody around here is just super proud of you, man, like win or lose. And, uh, we learned a lot about you too and uh man you're just a freaking brick wall like you go into work with a busted face like ain't nobody gonna mess with you anymore so i loved how when i got back at work too it was like picture day yeah (laughs) oh yeah and they're like you have to get your picture taken i'm like really i gotta get my picture (laughs) taken they're like (laughs) oh yeah this is like the the portrait (laughs) yeah yeah actual professional picture (laughs) (laughs) like the supervisor was like well i don't care if you don't care and i was like i don't care let's let's do this thing you know just missing teeth and stuff swollen eye bloodshot oh it was hilarious he looked like um that uh, like the the night of when it's starting to puff up, he looked like handsome Squidward. <laughs> you know, his chin was all swollen. Oh, dude! And the, eyebrows were all the swollen. next day, and it was like the funniest thing. I think the next day, the the face recognition on my phone wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like a freaking you know uh, Stone Age. I had to type in my password. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that says it all. That says it all. Cool, man. Anything else you want to add um, about this? No, it, it was an awesome experience for us too, yeah. man. Like it was, it was nerve wracking. And I mean, oh man, I'm just, I just have so much respect for you for going down there and throwing down. That's, that's, I, I could never do that, man. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, there's when I was like seeing the production value and seeing like people walk out and stuff, there's like 2% of me. I like, oh man, maybe I could do this. And then, like, it's after round one, I was like, that dropped to zero. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not doing this. So. And that's where, like, uh, I feel like we talked about during in your last episode how you, like, just dive straight into something, you know, for better or for worse. Like, that's where, that's where it does benefit you because it, it, you're able to ex- get these new experiences, cultivate that, that mindset you know, that warrior mindset, whereas like, I'm way more cautious about the decisions I make, you know? And I mean, you're never going to find, find me just diving straight into an amateur fight. So I think it's, it's really, uh, honorable what you did, you know, really cool. 100%, 100%, man. We appreciate you. 
Yeah, now you're just you know a little bit uglier and still still good looking dude. Now but now I'm just Owen <laughs> one yeah. forever. <laughs> yeah. So um, I also want to briefly talk about like some of the things you're doing here locally because you've been you've been instructing here for I mean months and months now, and um, I, I think that one thing that that we need to think more about is you know I don't want to say hobby jujitsu but I guess that's kind of what it is. Um, man, it just seems to be the absolute best way to take care of a physical confrontation, you know, if that's required, you know, guys always want to go out and brawl or whatever, but you know, from our perspective, when we're, you know, uh, you know, in, in law enforcement mode, you see all the videos like, you know, an officer who's just, you know, out of his depth and he's got the baton out and he's just like beating some little, you know, you know, 20 year old girl. Cause he doesn't and know granny. what else to do. Yeah. yeah. Or something. Um, and then you see like the, you know, the videos of the cops, you know, some BJJ and they just, they, they get someone wrapped up. And honestly, as a law enforcement officer, I think it's benefit is just to exhaust somebody who is in fight mode. Mm-hmm. So if you can tie somebody up. So, so can you talk a little bit about like, you know, hobby jujitsu and some of the benefits of that? You sent me all kinds of fantastic, you know, documentation and information about, um, you know, some of the other programs that are happening in law enforcement and, uh, go ahead and just say what you've got going on on, on the local mode and, and how we can kind of use that in, in professionally. Yeah. So, uh, I've been, uh, doing leading, training here uh, at the local gym now um, because we were training in Fort Davis and then we had an actual instructor there but he got a real job oh yeah <laughs> decided he couldn't train anymore yeah. so I was like <laughs> yeah. we got to keep this going so we yeah. just moved it here and I've just been trying to get anybody and everybody I can to like show up and train mm-hmm. and uh, speaking of which I, I, I've gone quite a bit yeah, uh, have you seen oh, my, my partner over here go yeah man the last time i went i injured my wrist and i'm a little nervous about it i'm not gonna oh lie. yeah didn't he ask to wear a, a wrist guard yeah yeah and yeah. it was fine you know <laughs> wear whatever you want dude uh, and my wife goes too so yeah just just th- thought i'd throw that out there oh that was nice of you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah i try to get i um obviously i anybody's welcome to come but i really try to uh tell the guys that we work with to come out you know i think everybody should come out and train Mm -hmm. i tried uh anybody that will listen to me i'll 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 get them to come out you know yeah and uh i think it's i mean i might have a biased opinion you know but i think it's the best martial art that you can do for uh our job you know i I agree yeah lowest um chance of injury out of all the combat sports Mm, yeah i mean as far as practicing you know because you okay. can't okay yeah so yeah. definitely whenever you're training right if you like boxing or uh, muay thai or any of those like striking sports right yeah you can never train to 100 mm-hmm. percent. you just can't like even i mean i guess i guess you can don't 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 say you can i guess but like if you train at 100 percent, you're not going to be training very long cause I, mean, I mean they don't spar at 100 percent. they uh, can't i mean they could yeah. but it would be so detrimental to them yeah. that yeah. you know it wouldn't be worth it you know so they have to hold back a little bit, you know, but in jujitsu, you, you don't have to hold back. You mm-hmm. can go a hundred percent, you know, and the only way you're, I mean, you could get hurt by like a little freak accident, you know, like a, you know, wrong twist. Yeah. Of the or knee having or too something. much ego and not tapping. That's, you know? yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're, if you have that too much ego or whatever and don't tap, then that's yeah. when you get hurt. But if you're smart about it, you can train at a hundred percent and never get hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's like one of the 
biggest uh pros to jujitsu is that fact that you can go 100 percent, and yeah you know the risk of injury is uh minimal yeah, you know? yeah. well so uh, speaking as someone who you know isn't isn't too proficient like i know like the absolute basics which are mm. probably rusty even now because it's been a while since uh, uh since i participated so speaking from someone who's who's new at it you know if 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 we get in a situation where we, where we got to you know go down to the ground and you know even 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 if you're going up against someone who's much bigger than you who has no idea about about jujitsu this is something that anybody can do and like i said i think it's a it's a it, it, it creates a great holding pattern you know one if you just need to wait for someone else yeah. who's two or three minutes away to come and help finish this up rather than just getting in a situation where you're just going to be yeah. you know exchanging blows over and over again and uh, you know of course everyone's on body camera now and that's one of the things we keep seeing is is you know people like to say excessive force um it's not that law enforcement officers are using um in a an amount of force that is illegal uh, but i think that we could do it in a way so that um we can create a better environment for someone who is you know you know yeah. because we encounter people all the time you know someone is having an awful bad day they're angry or what for whatever mm-hmm. reason and we want to take care of that situation without hurting anybody mm-hmm. and i think that's really where jujitsu comes into play because um, if you're going up against someone who has no idea about jujitsu it's really easy to get in a position of power and just let them exhaust themselves mm-hmm. and nobody works on fight cardio and so if you have a little bit of fight cardio and they have none man it's going to be over in like 30 seconds oh, yeah. and you just get, yeah. get to wait them out the sick the people that we encounter just seem to have some sort of su- superhuman cardio <laughs> that lasts like three or four days yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. yeah so that's where yeah that's why jujitsu is the remedy to that you yeah. know and i think uh you you going back to what you said about you know a bigger opponent um i think you know the gracies whenever they were back in the day that's why they started the uh, ufc they would pick, you know, their smallest guy. I forget which one it was, but they picked him because he was smaller stature. Because there was like they were brothers, and the other brother was actually like more impressive. He was bigger, stronger, you know. But the other one that actually fought, he was of a smaller stature, kind of like you know your partner here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a and, funny, but, funny joke. <laughs> but he was a killer, dude. He went yeah. in there and beat them all, and yeah, that's he, what everybody yeah. was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, he like, turned a lot of heads, yeah. and. Um, yeah, so I think they really like changed the world, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, literally. Yeah. yeah, and so like this, is what jujitsu was for, you know, for that smaller person to go against that mm-hmm. bigger opponent who maybe doesn't know uh, any jujitsu. Now, now if they yeah. know, then you know you might be in a little bit trouble. But most yeah. of the guys that we go up against don't. So, so here, and then here's the excuse I've heard um, for people trying like trying to avoid it. I've uh, tried to recruit three different people that that have said this exact same thing they say um oh i i, I can't do it because i get i would get way too angry you know interesting and, i've yeah. never heard that before yeah i've, heard I've that. yeah you've heard that right and i've heard it from three different people uh, and one was this week i was trying to recruit um a guy i lived with uh a little bit younger than me a really really strong dude rancher and said that exact same thing and i told him this is why you need to go because people will use that against you, let you, you know, waste all your energy and humble you real quick to where like, if, if you think you get too angry when you're, um, because you're not succeeding, like it's, you're going to you get so used to failing that, to, you know, to where it's going to cure you of that. And you're going to have to have patience. You're going to have to be humbled and have to 
like think through what you're going to do in a in a strategic way yeah you know? I, I would say to those people that say that excuse is like um like how mature are you that you get angry so quickly you know like there's there needs to be a little maturing going on there because you, you shouldn't get angry like that you know and um yeah if you start jujitsu and you have that little anger issue um you're either one gonna get shunned from that gym because people aren't gonna want to roll with you because you're just a freaking crazy person or two if you actually stick with it and try to work on it like you said you're going to be humbled a lot at yeah the, at the beginning you know like and that's the thing like you're gonna you're, you're not gonna get into jiu-jitsu and start submitting everybody right away it's gonna be months yeah. before you even get there you know yeah, you have to be comfortable being uh you know being lousy at something because it is something that takes a while yeah. to build up talent with so uh, if you're just looking for something to, to show up and, and just, you know, suddenly be the best, like that's not going to be That's my place. specialty right there. <laughs> you, know? you know, that that was always a pro. I'm, I'm just, uh, I uh, thrive in failure to where, you know, I would. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for, it's weird because I, I go casually, you know, I, I go um, whenever I can. And sometimes it'll be like five weeks in a row and then won't be able to go for four or, you know, another five weeks until I'm able to go and have that day open and then like it's just like a spark to where you it's starting suddenly starts clicking you know because i i go when i can and then you start rolling with people and it's just start, like everything starts coming together and like you're like i said you're you're tapping out these these people that are way bigger way stronger than you because you're thinking through what you're doing whereas they're just you go you know trying to fight emotionally yeah. and um and trying to throw your their weight around yeah, I mean, I know I have some things that I that I would need to adjust uh, to come and be a regular, you know, participant, because I have a really hard time, you know, uh, putting my competitive nature aside. You know, like it, for me going there, <laughs> for me going there, and, that's so true. I know. <laughs> for me going there and you know wanting to you know complete you know every role or whatever is actually bad for me because I'll get into a situation where I get so depleted. Um, that it's counterproductive for me. So I would have to go in and, and, and you know, play it like 70% and just be aware of where I am. And uh, that's something that I will have to, that I'll have to work on. Now, I know that, you know, you know, you're, you're an awesome instructor there, Leif. And I know you've got another partner who helps you. And that's one thing I think that people should be more aware of is like, you know, no matter where your, your physicality is, you know, you guys can, you guys know that and you're willing to just, you know, to help somebody out and, and, mm-hmm. and go with them at that same percentage rather than just going in and just wrapping them up like a pretzel. Yeah. That's, that's a good point, you know? Um, but just to touch back on that, you know, trying to like be good at it right away. I think that's, uh, like guys, especially that we work with, they want to be good at it right away. Yeah. And I think that's what shies a lot of them from it because like, they go from work where they're the best at work, they're top dogs at work, and then they're going to come try this new thing out, and they're they're not going to mm-hmm. be, you know. And so I think that that deters a lot of guys too. And, yeah. And I don't know. I can I can tell them, you know, like I can talk to them and tell them, you know, but I don't know how to like uh, convince them, you know. Yeah. Well, it's funny that that you know these are the guys who are some of the best, you know, uh, most proficient workers that we have in, in what we do. And that they're unwilling to come and and do something that will make them even better at oh, what mm-hmm. they do, yeah. you know. And and I get it. it. It's it's awkward to go to a place where, 
you know, you're, you're, you know, the lousiest person at whatever it is you, but that just all comes yeah. down to ego. Like, yeah, yeah. It's especially when like, there's one specific guy that we roll with who's probably a, a buck 30, uh, hippie guy. And I'm like <laughs> way, way more body mass than this guy. And, and this guy, exactly as I said, like can make it look like I haven't done jujitsu in a day in my life. So yeah, like, yeah. It, like th- that's exactly what would, like knowing that that's probably going to be the case would would keep them away from doing it because they don't want to have that failure on their conscience. They don't know? want that ego hurt. Yeah, like exactly. That, you know? yeah. Well, it's like anything else, you know. Like I, we talked about last week. You know, I'm going to your guys' gym now and doing a lot of the same things. And BK outlifts that's me. That's why it's so cold lately. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hell just froze over. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Like you know, BK can outlift me on you know a lot of stuff because I'm I'm just not used to doing that kind of stuff. But you just have to know who you are and and. And uh, and the level you're at, or yeah. you're just you're just never gonna go and get better or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like shooting, like, just like jujitsu. It's all technique. The same with with the way she lifts. Yeah, yeah. And, and to get better yeah. at all these things, like you know, talk about shooting. It's the same thing. You have Drop to your ego. you have to be around people who are better than you, mm-hmm. or you're just you're wasting your time. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and then back to uh, what you're saying, right? Um, I think I think that's one of the things too. Like if you're looking for like a gym to go to, um, look for a gym that is able to like cater to everybody you know like you were saying like if you came in and not knowing a whole lot of stuff like we would be able to roll to your level right and i think that's a a huge thing to look forward to like if you go to a gym and they just go 100 percent all the time you know and you're just always left in the dust you know like that's not fun for anybody you know yeah yeah. but if you go to a gym and they realize like you know uh, a higher belt you know, can roll with a, a lower belt, you know, and they, 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 they roll to your level or just above your level, you know, just yeah. to like help you, teach you, you know, let you try some stuff out to, yeah. instead of just smashing you the whole time. Yeah. You know? pro- progress, pro- like feeling progress yeah. is, is like the sweet spot. We talked about that last week, like, you know, how to get your spouse into shooting and it has to be just like you said, like, you know, like equal or, or just above it so that it's close enough so that everybody's having fun all yeah. the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, in, in jujitsu especially, like it's hard for like those lower belts, like a white belt with like four stripes, right? They they just want to like beat everybody, you yeah. know. Um, even blue belts are like that, and I know I was like that for a long time, but I think I've been pushed to like mature faster in like the whole jujitsu world because now I'm instructing at such a low low belt yeah. that I'm just had to like dial it back a little bit you know because i was that person just wanting to like smash everybody that came in you know yeah. just to like mm-hmm. dominate them yeah well you've got a big picture now because you have it's not only it's not about you just showing up and doing a good job it's about you showing up and and you know you're the leader of this community you know in in uh you know in in, in jujitsu yeah. in the town you know and so you have that kind of big picture yeah. in mind and i think that's great because i mean and on top of that any way to learn something better is to teach it if you if you can teach it then mm. you're you're going to become very good yeah for sure and i think i've had to like like you said look at that big picture because i'm trying to grow it here you know and like if i wasn't if i was just you know trying to beat everybody that came out to training like they, they wouldn't come back you right know? Yeah. they'd come out one time and get their ass kicked and be like eh, fuck that. yeah and there, there's there's like real gyms like that too that are are known for that just getting people hurt because the instructor has an ego yep. you know yeah so. yeah mm-hmm. interesting well we appreciate your efforts here in town man i mean um I know, uh, I know that it's hard to keep people showing up, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, you know, because because I went for several weeks in a row, and it was awesome. And the cardio alone is is unbelievable, mm-hmm. you know. But 
I just have to go out of my way to keep getting from hurt again because I got other big picture stuff going. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, and I think uh, he's, he's a delicate. He's got a very delicate, delicate frame. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think I think I think guys in our in our profession, like I think they should be asking themselves, like, would would I want myself to be back up? You know, like what? Ah, that's a really you know, good and. Mm-hmm if you can answer that you know and and you're fine with your answer then yeah go ahead yeah. but i think most people if they really like look down into themselves they'd be like yeah maybe i should train this and i could be even better mm-hmm. back up that's a really good yeah. point man so yeah i can only think of i mean a you know a handful of people who i would you know if i could pick you know who's going to come back me up when things go sideways i mean it would be a very small handful of people yeah and there's guys don't get me wrong there's guys that who don't train jiu-jitsu at work that i would be like yeah come back me up but in the back of my head, I'm like, man, it's going to be a lot of paperwork after we're going to be filling out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, shoot. Cool. All cool, right. man. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, what do you say we uh, move on to the uh, the famous the, five-round burst? The famous five-round burst that keeps you know doing other things besides being a, a, a five-round burst. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it goes here. Yeah, on a scale of one to ten, Lave, how do you feel about that uh, that type of just proficient transition <laughs> into another segment? Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Okay. Yeah, ten, ten out of ten. That's what we were looking First, for. First, we we have to um, acknowledge something that that after your last episode, I received so much hate about the comic book theme questions. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I, I was like, I thought they were great. I'm not a comic book person, but I still had fun talking through them. Uh, but I received a lot of hate, not only from him, Y'all a bunch but of nerds. from some, some other people that listen, they could not stand it. Yeah. Our, our other <laughs> and, two listeners are very like, upset. I hate all those Marvel movies, but like everyone, um, you know, they, they consume those movies like crazy. So I thought it would be great, but um, I got some feedback. Do you have any? Do you have any response to those people? No, I just need to lighten up. <laughs> Don't take yourself too um, serious. Yeah. You know, if you if you're too uh, cool to like watch comic books or comic book <laughs> movies, then hey, what's up? All right, so yeah. Well, so I mean, if they don't like these ones, that. they're gonna love all these fight themed questions yeah. for this one. <laughs> yeah, you did a good job diffusing that. Yeah, good job on that. So here's how this is gonna go. So uh, so of course last time it was just you and James. Uh, poorly rated episode because I was gone, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but here's what we're going to do this time. So this time uh, you, you, we're going to sort of uh, uh, pit ourselves against each other, and uh, you'll have to make some... Inter- or you're going to pit us against each other. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh. Yeah. And uh, you'll have to uh, choose between us in various situations and explain why uh, why you feel certain ways yes. about things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Take it away, James. <laughs> Speaking of Who would be the best in gay porn? <laughs> it definitely would be James, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, that could be a compliment. Yeah, could be a compliment. Okay, you, you would take it as a Spe- compliment. Speaking but. of of backup, uh, you're you're in you're about to be in the middle of a bar fight, and uh, you know like which you, you can never you can never assume like how that's going to go down. Just the, the amount of chaos, the amount of improvised weapons around you, uh, and, and like the amount of of possible opponents against you. So who would you rather have backing you up? Me, myself, or or Locke over here? Hmm. In a bar fight. Yes, in a bar fight. Ooh. Um probably Locke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go, go because ahead. uh make your make your case. Um I've I've seen you uh drunk and uh <laughs> you probably would be no help to me. 
<laughs> and I, I know he hey, doesn't drink that the, often, yeah. so he's probably not going to be drinking this time either. There's nothing more so. dangerous than a man with five white claws in his system. <laughs> yeah. And I'm that guy. You're that's that gonna guy. going to have five white claws in his system. <laughs> that's the guy you want to, to back you up in a bar fight. No. Why would you? No. Why would you admit that to the universe that you just standard beverage? He white was claws. drinking the the white claws too. All right, so yeah. He, yeah. Okay. Well, let's law is law because we're. we're <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, that was the right answer. You're sticking. You're sticking with that answer. I'm sticking with that yeah. answer. And dude, like, look at him. He's bald and got a beard. Yeah. Like nobody's gonna mess with him. That's true. No, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. I'm no, sorry. You can't Until recently, you had this like. Uh, like mullet going which was nice but yeah. no you, one no one's gonna take you serious with but that you beard. also had that like awkward medieval goatee as well james yeah uh, you can't intimidate anyone if you look like a like a from joe dirt from the medieval time or, or i mean like uh like a um civil war general is what you mean I don't intimidation think that's factor is low <laughs> or tim kennedy <laughs> tim kennedy had the same facial hair I've been told so I look just you're like Tim. comparing yourself to Tim Kennedy. I mean, now. I'm not just doing it. Like uh, so looks, like you were looks, there, you were there like, like two weeks ago when someone <laughs> compared me to Tim Kennedy. Yeah, look, I look wise, yeah. I think. Only. <laughs> I don't think that, you can. that that dude that taught the um um the jujitsu class while you're gone. That's the first thing he said. He's like, "You remind me of Tim Kennedy." I'm like, "Well, don't go into this expecting anything like that." <laughs> <laughs> just but, stop right there. Yeah, like, just that's stop right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're really sticking to that answer. Ah, yeah. There right, we go. Well, I mean, like he also like he he's outdoorsy. He's like knows how to like chop wood and stuff like that. He's done. Like, that's all he knows. Manual how to do. labor stuff. Yeah. You know, like uh, so you can lift a lot of weights. You're dog. taking the guy that won't do jujitsu because he hurt his wrist. I think I've, what, I've I think, seen your jujitsu too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my ability to come up with an improvisational field weapon is probably far beyond yours. Because oh, you don't, you, 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 know, can't, you, can't, you deserve the backup that you chose. Your, so. your spatial awareness has always been trash. Like you don't know how to make anything work. You can't like put stuff together. I mean, you can't. That's not what you need in a bar fight. You just need he someone probably, that's going to be there no matter what, and and it's it's good. Always have your back. And uh, I mean, I feel like we have enough background to show that i'd be there no matter to, to pick you up after you've been bashed in the head by it yeah, yeah but I'm that, that's what you would do you would pick me up after i got my ass beat yeah. i promise i could improvise a chainsaw out of things lying around the, the room and come up with a very good yeah weapon. you come back 30 minutes later with a chainsaw i'm like you're just lying there on the ground where'd everyone go <laughs> well thank I'm you here for to back your, you up uh, thank you for your confidence yeah. slave that was the right answer yeah whatever <laughs> we'll see I can tell we'll you how that. I can tell you're hurt. You're <laughs> hurt, James. I, did, I knew he was going to pick that answer out of comic relief, and that's about it. That's oh, the only okay. motive, motivation right there. Um, uh, so, who out of the two of us in the same setting would have been more likely to start a bar a bar fight that you would have to then, you know, clean up after? You. A hundred percent. How do you? you. Think, how do you think it would have been started? Uh, do, probably you it? saying something that's like totally inappropriate. Something, at the time. something racist. Oh, for sure, racist. racist. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. have a racist bone in my body. Yeah, yeah. you might not have like that's right. You would have said it not thinking it was racist, but it was totally <laughs> trying racist. to convince them on why it's not racist. <laughs> for you to yeah. say it. Yeah. Low social acuity, yeah. I think, yeah, is, is the, the culprit. This here. is the guy talking about like prostitution around my kids that are seven <laughs> oh, years old oh, and four years old. You yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we're gonna have to snip that one out. <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna do no, that i think you yeah. should keep that I, i'm definitely that's the great thing about being the editor is that i can yeah. choose what what stays what did, what did your what did your son say that one time that he copied from me you remember that we were in the restaurant i said something in passing and then he just it's the one thing he picked up yeah it, i don't i don't know oh, it, it, who knows could have been anything that was one of the funniest things i've ever I, I mean, I can't, as far as, I guess you that was... You have to agree. That was an easy, yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Okay, okay, here's one that I know I can win. And I don't, I don't know how you can pick lock over me. We'll okay. see. Yeah. You have a family emergency, uh, and your kids are at school, and you have to trust one of us to go pick your kids up and take care of them while you're dealing with this family emergency. Who would you trust with your kids and why? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right so it's gonna be you <laughs> but it's not gonna be like i'm not gonna feel 100 percent safe about this i'm basically your but, kid's godparent but I mean, I, you, you, I know you, you signed over their safety with that school form that yeah, one time but I, the reason why i pick you is because i know your wife is gonna be there as well <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen this this guy yesterday uh during our run and gun he was wearing this super long coat um oh yeah i've got a yeah. i've got a, a, a 1940s officer's uh air force coat it's a fantastic coat yeah if you saw him like not knowing him you'd be like i want that guy away from my kid <laughs> if you saw that guy wearing his trench coat walking past the park you would start you, you know call shielding your kids yeah <laughs> some <laughs> creeper walking <laughs> That's not a man you want around children. Okay, well, picking yeah. picking James is the proper call because of BK. She will she will take make sure yeah. that everything's fine. And he does have a dog, so he has some experience of taking care of. That has not died yet. It's been three years. It yeah. does have the mange though. Like, it, it just <laughs> just does. the permanent mange. The yeah, per- <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I picked like a, a you know a, a West Texas border you know street dog. So that's just the mange is just part of it. <laughs> the dog's facial hair kind of looks like his. Too, <laughs> it looks <you> know? exactly <laughs> like <laughs> she's got. Of those things where a like, luscious beard you all, people always say like the dog looks like their owner and is in this case it's a hundred percent true 100% well that dog's true. a straight-up killer she's killed like 50 ground squirrels in that in that empty lot by my house so you know i can't be too insulted that's one of the greatest dogs ever she probably so. learned that from BK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so that was a i mean one for me you yeah, know that, that was a, yeah. a good uh, a good setup to recover a little bit of dignity James. i guess that's two for me How's that too for I you? I started the bar fight in. <laughs> oh, if you want to call it a good thing. <laughs> yeah, if you want to call that a win, that's fine. <laughs> He's really reaching yeah. here. I mean, the second I started a bar fight, I'd get right behind this guy. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> yeah. Hold me back. Yeah. Hold me back. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I forgot about this question. He's so stupid. Okay. Uh, since this is like a tactics I'm gonna um, win podcast. It. I'm going to win this one easy. One of so you you have been marked by the Mexican mafia. You know what that means? Yeah, yeah. So they so they someone's coming what? to assassinate you, and they're they sending come kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on who you pick, <laughs> one of they 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 are paying one of us for the job to go assassinate you. Who who do you think would be more likely to to succeed in in assassinating you? Me, myself, or Locke? Who? Hmm. Probably lock. <laughs> well, only one of us how has. Do you, how do you think that would go? How do you think that would play out? How it would play out? Oh, only man. one of us has any field craft. Okay, like only one of us can be outside and not die. Okay, so 
I think he overplays his fieldcraft thing because the uh, we had for the first time or for during the running gun we went to the cafeteria and we had powdered eggs and he's like, "Have you ever had egg slush before?" I'm like, "Yeah, I was in the army. That was like, every single day." And <laughs> of course, mine. he was in the air force, and that's the first time he said <laughs> it was it was <laughs> it was veggie omelets for him every day. Mm. Yeah, but it's the first time he's had powdered eggs. I had steaks every. I think he likes to play at how how hard and gritty he is, you know. Okay, and then every once in a while, his Air Force side comes out. Lately, if you've worked with both of us in the field, who do you think is more adept at being outside and and being creative and effective? This has nothing to do with the question. (laughs) I I, I don't have to spend a day outside in order to assassinate him, you know. Okay, well let's uh, let's. That's right. He's he's thinking way in the box. I'm thinking outside the box. Let's let Leif answer the question. uh, Okay. Go let's ahead. let's see what he comes. I'm just up saying. With. I'm just making a case. So yeah. how how you would kill me? Yeah. How you would assassinate me? Yeah. He's already picked me. He'd so. kiss you to death. He would kiss me to death. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it works, it works. Whatever. <laughs> it works, it works. You would just have your wife assassinate me yourself. Hey, uh, <laughs> we come as a team. We come as a team. Uh, that's one. Yeah, that's one so, pro for me. So I, I would imagine it would have to do with some firearm because he has so many. And I well I guess man up until recently he was the better shot around here huh yeah it's uh, it's been a I've been say, man yeah. I'm telling you I have been falling been down humbled. the ranks yeah, yeah it's been a tough few weeks mm-hmm. so no doubt about it but in general though you are the better shot yeah. well, I, I, well I mean it, we you would have to quantify that somehow and we only have our recent I thought this was my scenario so I don't okay. have to <laughs> 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 yeah. just to say that he's the better shot you'd have to show a record and so far the record shows me as the better shot oh I'm just saying what do you got to say about that well you can say it all day, but the record shows. The well, record I guess if we're talking about records, uh, you would you would be correct, James. You okay. would be. But every, I rest my case. <laughs> move on. Wow. <laughs> How about that? Every single time we go to the range, I always come out on top. So it's a little, it's a little subjective. I don't because know. if you want to, you're really just considering. I wouldn't say every time the dueling tree goes to me. Yes, that you was got, recent. Yes, you did. You did yeah. get me on the dueling tree. That's true. Mm-hmm. I think you've just been training a lot, and I think we're evening out. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I've been listening to this podcast called The Blue Falcon Initiative. It <laughs> really improved my <laughs> my fundamentals. But let's not forget the topic here yes. is that it takes more than just pulling the trigger to just be a good assassin. Just because you dress like an assassin doesn't mean you truly are deep down. <laughs> Do an assassins assassin. wear suspenders? They wear, I mean, they wear uh, functional clothing. Functional clothing. Gotcha. Gotcha. I think all the other things that come along with being an assassin, I think I've got you beat. So, so mission planning, the sneakiness. Yeah, but the last thing. Just just look at him planning this podcast. Who does all the the planning? (laughs) The last thing you want (laughs) to do uh, from uh, uh, the standpoint of an an assassin is stand out. And that's all he does. You see that guy from a mile away because of some goofy piece of clothing he's wearing. (laughs) Like. Oh, people will still wear suspenders? Yeah, you know, but somebody somebody walks up to suspenders, I'm not going to be like, oh, that guy's going to kill me. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. think that. If I'll you saw honest. him in his trench coat yesterday, you'd be like, that guy's going to kill somebody. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> look, yeah. look, if I was traveling somewhere to assassinate yeah. someone, I would have a gold-colored Toyota Camry because it's the most popular car in the country. Mm-hmm. And I would wear the average man's clothing. I would just come you, to your... You don't even know how the average man dresses. I would just you, come to your house and take your clothes again. It'd he be wears done. something that he thinks the average person wears, but it would be like, something from the 1940s. <laughs> <laughs> dressed like Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> I would wear a derby hat and be like, this feels right. This feels like blending in. 
<laughs> so I just want you to think twice. I know the easy answer is him, but if he's you actually try, he's dive trying to into lobby it, a question back in his if you direction. try to dive into it, it's it's not so obvious. All right, well then tell us how would you assassinate me then? Oh, nice. I would, um, you know, just my 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 inviting demeanor. You know, invite you over with the family to have a good time, and you know, because I'm always cooking or hosting stuff. And that's where I would have my chance to somehow poison you. And, and so you'd roofie me. Yes. And rape me. You <laughs> <laughs> have to clip out so much. <laughs> it's a family-friendly podcast. I know how I would do it. I have the perfect answer for this. How you'd rape me? No. <laughs> no, I would. I, surprisingly, I wouldn't go in that direction. Yeah. Uh, no, I would wait until. Uh, so I'd rent a car. Uh, mm-hmm. I would. Uh, I would uh, tint the windows very dark, and then see that's way too. Uh, as, that's the first thing a police officer would, would pick up. I'm not done yet. Windows. No, no, no. I would strike rent, one. Shush. I would. <laughs> I would rent a car, tint the windows. Yeah. I would park next to you at the gym after you've arrived. I would wait till you came back out because you'd be tired. And while you're getting into your car, I'd shoot you in the head with a 22 and then drive away. And you would live because it'd bounce right off your skull. <laughs> <laughs> Another failed attempt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you would just poison me though at your family get together yes which which actually is, with all the witnesses we get we get those uh, <laughs> are you gonna kill everyone well i mean but the, the you wouldn't die right then oh so it like in in breaking bad i remember they he he poisoned that that one chick that was gonna rat on him and she dies later and they weren't able to pick up why she died so, so you're you're taking your uh, advice from a tv show that's uh, yeah, poor a TV form. show poor that, form, that, that chemists were able to grade like an A plus as far as the accuracy. So I'm of, of making of the drugs, but not of the actual like of the poison too, because oh, he uses oh. his knowledge as a chemist to make the I forgot I, I, what, I, I, rice, the rice. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, I've never seen it's it, but ricin. I would say ricin. Yeah, ricin, pretty popular that, drug. Yeah, you got that idea from me. How about this? Where do you get ricin from, James? You render it from what? From some natural materials. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have to go back and watch Breaking Bad in order to wow. That so, 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 you're so your whole plan is hinged on something you have no idea how to do. I just watched Breaking Bad and figured By the it way, out. you're made from castor beans, so obviously I'm the, the proper assassin. Oh, so you watch that show too? No, I just know they're made from <laughs> castor beans. <laughs> oh, yeah, but he, he already said he was going to try to shoot you with a twenty two. which yeah, is you've, dumb, you've, you've dumb made the proper decision. Yeah. Uh, originally, you made a proper decision there, Leif. All right, we'll see. Okay, we'll, we'll see, see who gets gets the mark first. You You're know. not feeling very comfortable, no, right? No, no. <laughs> we both just fail. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like a comedy movie where he just keeps ducking and like pulls his fly over and stands back up with his newspaper and goes we'll, back inside. It will both end up in the probably in the same cell here later today. <laughs> and we'll we'll debrief there. Yeah. What else you got there, James? Okay, this will be number four. Lame. Question four. Lame. <laughs> no, this is five, right? Oh, this is five. Yeah. Okay, we're going to flip it on you. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm trying anymore. <laughs> who do you think, if you if you had to be the assassin, who do you think would be able, who would be easier to assassinate and why? Mm. Out of the two of us. Who would be easier? Yeah. How would you go about doing it? Oh, okay. Um, well, since you go out all the time and are never home, it'd be hard to like pin you down. You know, to exactly where you'll be. That's a really mm-hmm. good point. Yeah, and uh, so, uh, Locke, I know where you are most of the yeah. time. Yeah, guy at doesn't home, have a life at all. At <laughs> home, you know. So, yeah. like, I, I think I could, like, 
know where you're at. See, at that, that's a really that's good important. point. The yeah. first thing you would have to do as an assassin is recognize pattern of life. And yeah. so and go, go I know you're a homebody. Yeah. yeah. Actually, um, there are a number of ways that I could probably be killed easier than you. If I was going to kill me, I would rent a U-Haul truck and I would wait for me to be riding home from work on a motorcycle and I will just push over into the lane. <laughs> that was my idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, he, he was, we went to the range. He's, he had his AK on his back driving his motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. Like, even though your driving went around with the AK on your back, all I need to do is step on the gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, I, I just, you know, I'd wait for you to go home or go to work and then I'd go to your house and I know you got tons of like guns and stuff there. So I would just make sure I unloaded all of them. Yeah. Good. You know, and then I'd come there and you think you'd be safe because you know all these guns are around yeah. you, but they'd be all. Not, I think that's the right answer. Not, not, not useful. I think that's the I right like answer. That answer. Yeah, yeah. I think that was good. I, I'm very, I'm known for being very hard to kill. So I think you picked that's a weird. Thing. <laughs> that's a weird thing to be like happy about. <laughs> Very hard to kill. I'm just scared of your wife. So <laughs> <laughs> you would be harder because she'd the, be there. The easy way to kill me would just be next jujitsu practice. Just hold on to that guillotine a little bit longer than usual, <laughs> and it would just look like an accident. Oops. Yeah. Oops, I, was, I thought you would. I didn't. He didn't tap. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't tap for two minutes. <laughs> I, that's a good question. How long do you think you would have to hold? A choke. It's four minutes for four. brain for brain damage. Yeah. Four yeah. minutes. Yeah, you'd have the to, brain the brain has to be like deprived get, of oxygen for four minutes. You would get fatigued like just holding that for four minutes straight. Yeah. Well it depends on well, you once know, you maybe a guillotine, but like yeah. rear naked or something. If yeah. you if you Probably pass out in the first twenty seconds, then you're not resisting anymore after the after that. So. In movies they're like doing it for like twenty seconds tops and, and then like, you you have to yeah. assume you'll, they're dead. You'll just wake yeah. back up after yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not like 20 minutes later, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Wake back up and don't have any pants on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean, I like your answer. I think Locke is a very easy person to kill. I, I am quite predictable, and that's a yeah. big factor here. Yeah. And this, this is just a bonus question. I like I like the, the inspiration questions because we talked about some of that stuff for the, your, the comic book um, theme questions. But for me, I remember... Uh, like as far as lifting, I remember I watched um, the uh, the Dark Knight, the one with with uh, Tom Hardy playing Bane, mm-hmm. and I was like, I I that I was like I, I saw that and I'm like I'm tired of being small. I picked up the weights and never looked back. It's been like almost ten years now. So is there like a fighting movie that that motivates you when you watch that? Like whether it's Warrior, whether it's Rocky, you know, is there is there any movies where you're like that that inspired you at all to work out or to fight to fight to get into combat sports Uh, did you did you watch any of these movies before the fight no oh wow i didn't like watch them to like get pumped up or anything but i have seen them before yeah um but no i like all those fighting movies like warrior i think is the best one um but i also like the (laughs) what's that one here comes the boom. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I, I heard that guy can fight. I feel like that's more how I was yeah. like in like in real life. I saw know? on Joe Rogan they're talking that he he's got hands. Like oh really? He, yeah, he Well, he, he um, was a wrestler though. And he, he really can, was. He continued practicing, you know, striking and all that, so Yeah. Yeah, which I mean, I, if I saw that guy on the street, I'm like, "Oh, I could beat that guy's ass." But no, <laughs> he's apparently he can he can really fight. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. I also like you know all the John Wick movies, obviously. Like that's what, not, yeah. yeah. What those, about some, those, those fighting just, movies? Those are just great shooting yeah. movies. You know, shooting and fighting. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. If you like both, you. you what know. about some of those cheesy eighty ones? Eighties one. Like, have you seen like Big Trouble, Little China? Or <laughs> no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. You gotta watch some of yeah. those. What about uh, Karate Kid one and two. <laughs> Three ninjas though. Three ninjas. Three ninjas. Yes. Definitely. Have you seen that one? I've never seen anything. Yeah. I, no. I, I was a huge fan of that one when I was a kid. Three ninjas. Ninja turtles. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the ninja turtles have gone down too, man. Like I don't understand why they went all like animated and CGI and stuff. You know. Yeah, and it's bad CGI too. Yeah, and it's like those costumes were from the '80s, you know, and they yeah. were like back then they still could have used those today and it still would have been just as good yeah. i think and they probably would have had better costumes yeah <laughs> anyways that's just my thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah i gotta make the the audience mad again getting into something else they don't want to hear i guess yeah. Yeah. ninja turtles ninja turtles <laughs> oh shoot well dude we appreciate you coming over and hanging out again uh i know you guys are still hell-bent for leather to get another show going and uh, we've been kind of thinking about that. Everyone's schedule is just so messed up. Oh, it's but, so hard. Yeah, but it sounds you like you guys it. might be kicking it off later today and having a crack at it. Oh, yeah. I hope so. That sounds awesome, man. hope we get it going. Yeah, what dude. are you talking about? Podcast. Oh, po- yeah. Today. Yeah. yeah, today. Okay. Big day. Yeah. Well, Hopefully. as soon as they Fingers come. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a subject for today or? No. No? Just okay. anything. Just going to wing it. Just going to wing it. it. You know? All right. Cool, man. Kind of like what you would do if Locke wasn't here. Before uh, we, we go shout it out, we're going to have to give it a listen before we oh, tie okay. our names to something. It has to be good. It's yeah. too late. Yeah, it has to be quality. Yeah. Really I don't want to hitch my star or have my wagon to your star yet. We've got to we've got to filter it just to make sure <laughs> yeah especially <laughs> with the, your podcast partner so yeah especially with like all we're very concerned about our six listeners we don't want to go down with that ship yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. very yeah. high risk partner there. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah if, if he was on this i would expect him to be the one to start the, the bar fight oh 100 <laughs> percent. yeah he definitely would be <laughs> There would have been no contest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can see that. I, I think he would end up uh, a bar fight as well, though. So that's a good thing about him. Yeah. He'd start it and help end it. Yeah, he would. Because I'd be I out of so. there, you know. <laughs> From the yeah. back, cheering us on. Get him. Get him, late. <laughs> Poke the bear and run. Yeah. yeah, cool. Cool, man. Well, thanks for spending your morning yeah. with us again, man. And um, Thanks for having me. Man, what a unique situation over there in San Antonio, man. We just had such a good time. Yeah. and. Um, I'm not gonna, well, I, yeah we had a good time yeah <laughs> I didn't get punched in the face so yeah. so that was nice but I'm not totally convinced this will be your only fight so uh, uh, so I guess we'll have to see what happens with that but uh, but yeah man uh, appreciate that and um, we'll, you know, we'll have to have you back on to do a little bit more you know jujitsu stuff because I think it'd be fun to go to one of your jujitsu tournaments you got any coming up lately or uh, I, well I had one this weekend but some stuff from work and stuff came oh up yeah those are not nearly as, as entertaining to watch Not no blood no blood yeah. Yeah. Very, very technical though yeah. so they have their own allure but they yeah. They're, yeah. They, they just don't stress very me out very quick usually too yeah. Yeah. if way, you don't yeah. really know what's going on you're just like oh this is just a bunch of dudes just, <laughs> just yeah. a bunch of dudes I think you would love to watch that <laughs> 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 
<laughs> back at home. He's going to have his back trench coat. Back at home coat. in private, yeah. you know. He's going to be out there with his trench coat, you know, <laughs> covering up. Oh, boy. Look, don't look over here. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, man. Well, like I said, we appreciate you. And uh, yeah. if you're listening to this, uh, try to get out and, and go to at least one jujitsu class because it will change your life. It can be in the, in the right place. It can be uh, really inviting and very exciting. And uh, it doesn't have to be a big deal. So, and we always talk about being ready for anything because you just never know. Every week we get, you know, there, uh, you know, the the major headline is, oh, there's another shooting, another school shooting, a mall shooting, or, you know, the cops did this or that or whatever. So, you just have to stay, uh, uh, stay ready to handle anything. So, like we always say, always, always remember, you're either prepared to encounter adversaries, or you, or you aren't. Ready or not, here they come. Yep. <laughs>